Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of DoD 45. Today's episode is a be kind, please rewind episode to show appreciation to our guests that we've had on in the past. Enjoy! Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. D-O-D-45 This is the D-O-D-45 podcast, drawing over discussions, 45 minutes with a special guest. Welcome. I'm your host and resident artist, Ty of Art by Ty. And with my co-host, Adrian Taiwali'i, we're having conversations with people who I admire and am inspired by. On this episode, I'll set a 45-minute timer, put my pen to the paper, and we'll learn about our guest through an interview-style discussion. So stay right here with us to experience some laughs and maybe even learn a thing or two. Okay, yep, that's right. We're we're doing Be Kind, Please Rewind. This is a Be Kind, Please Rewind episode because we're going to be we're going to be traveling for the next couple of weeks um, for some shows and a little studio relocation. So um, what we did, what we decided to do is t- to go back and um, I guess you allowed me to pick my favorite episode. Uh, which was really difficult to do because they're all my favorites. They all each have some of their um, great moments. Well, I just said to pick two. Right, because we're going to have to be your favorite because these will oh, be, okay. we'll yeah. be on occasion when we can't be in the studio. That's the better way to put it. Pick two episodes that we can go um, use the "Be Kind, Please Rewind" motto, and it should it, it should make sense to you. Anyway. The episode that we're going to rewind back to is the Blockhead episode. So hopefully you will enjoy that. Um, I picked it because... Well, what do you remember from it real quick? Um, just the Beastie Boy thing. <laughs> that The Blockhead play, uh, play pickup ball with um, I, Adam Yao. I was reminded that uh, everybody kind of talked a lot of shit on that. Yes. Yes. So I picked the episode. I laughed so much throughout the whole thing. Especially while Blockhead is dissing Red Hot Chili Peppers, and <laughs> and it was kind of like the diss episode. So uh, enjoy. We diss all kinds of people, but that's not my style. But you'll be able to tell that I nervously laugh when when <laughs> when we when we start getting into diss mode because uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like to talk shit on <laughs> in public. Anyway, okay, so enjoy the episode. There were so many other episodes for us to uh, to uh, rewind to for so many different reasons. But, yep, here we go. This is the Blockhead one. Be kind. Please rewind. Enjoy. D-O-D-45. Good day, everybody. Welcome to another episode of DOD45. I'm Ty of Art by Ty. And today on the show, we have Blockhead. Which is uh, really exciting. Uh, Blockhead just released an album with uh, Aesop Rock. Spin doc, sweet dreams go Hitchcock. Discord when I was sick days, limb straight then all rip stop. Faded ink on my rib cage, my glass heart, my shit brains, my jaguars around beautiful New York strip steak. Ain't shit change. Doodle over these blueprints. I've been shoo shoo to bamboo. 
it's no secret how much of a fan I am of Aesop Rock. Um, but uh, yeah, I I realized doing this sh- show, something I have realized from doing the show, I never really paid a whole lot of ten- attention, a whole lot of attention to producers until we started doing this show. Um, Can I uh, just admit to the fact that I didn't even know what a producer was until like a year ago? <laughs> yeah, you can admit My that. My brother uh, makes some beats sometimes and stuff, and he's like, oh yeah, I produced this. And I was like, did you play the trumpet on that song? <laughs> and he was like, no. I'm like, what? Explain it to me. So, yeah. Well, yeah, and one thing I learned from you, you have, you're not embarrassed to admit stuff that you... I used to be get really embarrassed to admit something I didn't know. I'll but. admit that I know nothing. <laughs> well, or anything um, would be the proper. See, <laughs> I was, that was just going on a joke. But uh, so, hey, listen. So, um, uh, I I wrote down some things about Blockhead. You know, he went to Boston University, but which is probably not a ton of interest to us. Wait, isn't that the most racist university there is? Don't say stuff like that, because where'd you get that information? I have no idea. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and that's not, not like, saying that he's racist. No, I know you're thing. not, but that's a, quite a Maybe statement to city. put out there. <laughs> Maybe it was the city of Boston. Yeah, I mean, you, how can you say that? Uh, that sounds like a, <laughs> yeah, that was a, that's a weird thing to say, babe. <laughs> okay. uh, but I mean, listen, if that's I what mean, you I heard it somewhere, I know, but now it's just, yeah, who knows? Because how do you, how do you gauge that? You know what I mean? Anyway, that's where he met Aesop Rock. Um, and I think you'd be surprised that, uh, I'm very little going to be doing very little discussing of Aesop Rock when, as far as what I'm planning on having a discussion with him about. I guess maybe you wouldn't be surprised, but being the fan I am of that. But I'm not the type to do that whole droning on sort of business about as I'm droning on. Are you not? <laughs> I'm really not. What What good is that? I mean, I want to talk to Blockhead. I want to know about Blockhead, not, you know what I mean? Like, if I ever get the chance to talk with Aesop Rock, then we'll talk about with him. But anyway, so listen, he, gr- listen, I, I hate that term. So he grew up in Manhattan. Oh, okay. I don't know how you say that. Some people say Manhattan. 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 Um, he's on the Ninja Tune label, which is a label out of London. They they do have. I a, thought you were gonna say Ninja Turtle. He's uh he's on the Ninja Turtles label, so you know I immerse myself uh, in the music of the guest who we're gonna have on the show for like the few days leading up to when we're gonna have him on. Um, so this morning on my run, I was listening to the Garbology album. That's him and Aesop Rock's latest album. And um, I have listened to that album from start to finish probably about 50 times. And that's not hyperbole, but well, there's that fucking word again. (laughs) I've used that quite a bit lately, that hyperbole. I guess that uh, Brain Games app is working. Anyway, uh, so uh, shit, I lost my train of thought on that. Oh. You've listened to his, that album a lot? Oh, yeah, quite a bit. So I listened to, to it from start to finish today on my run this morning. It was one of the better runs that I've had in a long time because I completely checked out and I came up with this whole story while it was like building a story, this this album. And so I want to paint a picture for you real quickly of what I came up with in my head. So um, 
And this is what I came up with as you're listening in chronological order, the, the album. So a couple of friends are wandering in a nearby field or a forest. Uh, the trees are all dormant. Multicolor autumn leaves are blanket the ground. And they come across, or they're kind of walking along an old ditch. And they come across one of those old metal tube, or, you know, like tunnel things that the ditch leads into. And they slowly enter, and their explorations in there are imagined throughout the rest of the album play. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you just said. You kind of you you went Janet on me. I, I wasn't know. sure where we went. No, I was paying attention. I was but this painting is, a picture of what I. That, this is what so. you were imagining when you were listening to the album. Yeah, I, I and I really <laughs> like was I became I was. Is that because of the lyrics? No, I don't. It was none of that. I I was seriously. When I, I like I said, I, I immerse myself in their music, so I've got every uh, Blockhead song that I can get my hands on, even ones that he remixed, all of that. I've built a whole playlist of it, and I, for the last three days, that's all I've been listening to. So I'm focused heavily on the production. So I really was not listening to anything that Ace was saying on it. I was just this, I don't know, the vibe, the feeling felt like that. So. Well, when I was just, I just went, to, I just ran to Costco. And um, we were out of coffee, so I had to run over there and grab a few things real quick. And I can't, you know that I can't handle shopping. Mm-hmm. For all those people out there that say that women just love shopping. Not Do you every, think they're talking about grocery shopping, though? I don't <laughs> I like think they're talking clothes about, shopping. Yeah, I, don't like, I don't like any shopping. It just stresses me out and gives me anxiety and my heart just races. So I usually just put an earbud in and... Zone. <laughs> I was, it's a great technique. I was listening, and I usually listen to a podcast or um, something. But then I get tripped up in, you know, somebody walks into me or something, and I for, I don't listen to what people are saying. So, pardon me, a podcast isn't a great thing for me to listen to when I'm shopping. But anyway, I was just listening to his Werewolves Loves Astrology album mm-hmm. that just came out in 2021. <laughs> this year as we record and it was super chill and calming in fact like i didn't have any sense of time i forgot that we had to do this like right away (laughs) right away and (laughs) yeah i texted you like hey how's it going uh until you text and i was like oh crap is it already so late but yeah it was really good and like set a good chill vibe yeah most of his albums uh that are just the production albums you know just instrumentals they're very Chill vibed. I love the way it started with this um, awesome piano sample. The whole album started that way, and it kind of like sucked me in from the get-go. Yeah, he's got a, a very uh, distinct style with his music. Um, I was going to say like LP does, but then I don't know. Who knows if they're friendly or not, so maybe they don't like to even be discussed in the same sentences. Who knows? I don't know why I'm so concerned of that. Um. And I guess I am. Um, so, hey, here's something that I did read about him. His dad, Sidney Simon, he was a pretty famous painter and sculptor. And um, his one of his most famous pieces, if you were wanting to look it up, it's um, at the four. Se- it's called the Four Seasons Fountain, and it's on the public plaza at the One Worldwide Plaza in New York. And you, if you see it, it's the one where the the people are holding the. There's like four people and they're holding the 
like a the world like a circle not the world but like a big circle on their Wait, shoulders one at um not the one at rockefeller center oh. <laughs> but it's wow. very simple see it there you're, you're bringing oh, it up yeah. yeah yeah you've seen i mean so his dad oh, his dad made did that, that. yeah oh. and then his dad also has this really beautiful painting um called it's the formal japanese surrender aboard the uss missouri he he's like he was an official war painter so he painted I mean, that's what it said, official war painter. And I, I think what that, like, he would paint scenes of things from the war. Um, but, war. huh? I wonder what war. Probably World War Two. I, well, wait till I'm going to ask him about it. Well, how old is, uh, yeah, you wait. I'm going to, okay. Is I'm going to ask as soon as, as soon as Blockhead, um, as soon as he comes in, as soon as he logs in, I am going to ask him this question because. And don't don't look into it because I, I want might have yeah don't seen. don't look into it because I want to be I want to get well we have surprised a friend, by it we have a friend who had children very late and ha- you know yeah I don't want to I don't want to yeah because I so I, that's part I of mean, a discussion I'm I wanna, assuming but yeah let's not go into any more on that because I want to ask him about that yeah um but yeah check out that that painting I don't I don't know what it, what it's called but it's the it's what I looked up, it's like the formal Japanese surrender. See that painting? I don't know. It's a really cool painting. It's in watercolor too, but it doesn't have a title. I think it's just called "Former Former Surrender of Jap of Imperial Japan." Maybe that's what it's called. USS Missouri. But yeah, he's uh, so that's pretty awesome, right? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, so I'll ask him just a little bit about that when he logs in, and uh, that's all I've got. That's um, a good way to a good way to lead in. Oh, you want to know something? I was gonna say, I uh, this morning I got a text um, from Seoul, which was really cool. And it, <laughs> I don't know, it was it's just cool to me. But it didn't say any; uh, it just had quotations of lyrics of a song that my my daughter made, and that's on our, Spotify. Our daughter. Yeah, our daughter. <laughs> but yeah, it it was a. Uh, the lyrics are, um, I don't, um, I, I don't get sad. I have a dad or something hey, like that. Speaking of which, cool. yeah. did you do your Spotify, um, year? What, oh, my phone's recording yearly that. listen. Yeah, did you get your? Um, I'm your, sure I got it. I, I, for you didn't reason, look. I don't really engage in that because I've listened to so much. But that might be interesting. I had 91 genres that I listened wow, to. Wow, look year. at you. Like what do you. What do they email you? No, you just push on it on the app, and it shows you. Oh, shit. We're and right my here. top Let artist. Okay, let's hear it. Was Molly. Oh, that's our daughter. <laughs> I, get, I should get a Mom of the Year award. You do listen to that a lot, huh? I do. Where do you click? Where do you? What is it? Oh, your top songs or everything? Well, you, year in review. Yeah, and All then right. also in my top five podcasts was Propaganda by the Seed Souls podcast. Oh, look at that! But I think that. So I didn't listen to it as much because I think that I was struggling to find it on Spotify. I think they mostly had it on those other platforms. How do, so what do you do? Your artist revealed? Or, well, come on, what am I doing? What am I seeing here? No, go, go up. Top scroll, tracks? Scroll up right there, that big green thing. Oh, all right. Let's see. It's a whole like, story. It oh, takes forever. You can't fast forever. forward it. Oh, come on. I don't want to... This year was anything but normal. Well, God, like you guys want to sit here and listen. Ready to get into the thick of it? You can kind of fast forward through some of it, but you'll miss it. My 2021. 
And action. I bet it was Aesop Rock is your top. Versace was one of, it was like my number two. And what's a movie without soundtrack? Opening credits. Oh, I've listened to a lot of Prof this year. <laughs> you always listen to I them. know. I did listen to a lot of Prof this, this year. <laughs> I have to be honest. When we were getting ready to the interview. Oh, look. Here's my Kill Your Masters. That's my. Oh, really? My, one of my top. Oh, so there, it just goes through and says That's like. That's bad guy, Billie Eilish. Boy, how long are they going to well, make this thing? You, yeah. Can I fast forward? Yeah, you have to kind of fast forward to get to like. Playing box fan. Because it's just kind of like okay. grandma mode. Here we go. You spent 109,000 minutes listening. <laughs> That's more than 99% of the listeners in the United States. Wow. <laughs> all I do is listen to music. I think that was more than the than Nolly's, and she listens to it all night, those podcasts. I listen to it nonstop. My song of the year was Sleep Drone, Superposition by P.O.S. That's easy. Oh, that's... Oh, I don't know. Your top song of the year was Sleep Drone by P.O.S. Yeah, that's obviously... That's one of my favorite songs. I think mine was Nolly's Suicide Game. But that wasn't the only song in your rotation. I have a certain playlist for my my running, too, my workout. I know. I just got a good idea from Nolly's friend. She says that... Or they say that they listen to... Um, Amazon or yeah. uh, Apple Music for their musicals, so it doesn't oh. mess. So I'm like, oh, this is yeah, so it do doesn't mess running. up there. I don't really care what it what it ends up. Here are my top five. You want to hear them? Yeah. Sleep Drone by POS. Okay. Unjinxed by Four Fists. Yeah. That's POS. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, that is a great track. Um, Oakland Ave, Catapult, Cat, Cat, Cattle Pass. Oakland Ave Cattle Pass by Sims. That song's awesome. Ghost featuring Tech Nine. That's funny. I didn't even realize Tech Nine was on that. And we've talked to several people that we've had on the show about yeah. Tech Nine and how I don't listen to Tech All Nine. All I can hear is that Tech Nine. <laughs> that, that, I don't think I know any. That's of his my music. number four. And then Future Shock Sims. Huh. That was my number five. See, I'm a really big fan of Sims. I'd love to try to get him on the podcast. Now what? And no, then the rest like, is the rest boring. Because then it'll tell you like your top. Um, oh, you're only halfway through. Well, I know. I don't know how to fast forward. I know they don't have. It's a gonna fast take button. forever. Fast forward with you. Just how do I fast forward? Just, oh, you can just you press. How, to how well? Stories? How well do you know you? We're talking the three a.m. Oh, it'll give you a quiz. Let's play two truths and a lie. Oh, I don't want to do that right right now. The artist who appeared the most in your playlist was Atmosphere. That's maybe true. The podcast you binge listened to the most was the Independent Artist Podcast. That is true true because I don't listen to any other podcasts. Your, oh shit, I lost it. Yeah, oh, the the atmosphere thing was a lie. The artist who appeared the most in your playlist was actually AWOL1. How dope is that? Mm. That was the truth. Okay, share this to your stories. I don't want to do that. I'm sorry, you guys. I thought this was going to be more interesting. Okay, the Independent Artist Podcast. When it comes to podcast listening, you're actually a bit of a pro. Not true. You listen to 2,505 different artists, but things got pretty serious with one. Well, there you go. (laughs) Aesop Rock. I knew it. You were in the top 0.1% of their listeners this year. My top artist was Aesop Rock. You found a lot of love this year. 
I hope this is at least somewhat interesting. Oh, shit. Well, Molly and I sat down and watched ours to see who ours were. It, yeah, it, it was almost it, like Christmas morning. Yeah, Molly woke kind of, up and she ran out of the room. She was like, I know, I saw you guys. Came out? I saw you guys on the couch going through. And I'm like, she wow. She went to even check us, see if Soul was awake yet. Here's my top five artists. There's no surprise here. Aesop Rock, Prof Greaves, POS, and Astronautilus. Unfortunately, several of those had some issues that I don't know enough about to speak on, so I can't. I don't care. I mean, I do care, but thanks for making this. That was it, huh? How do I find out the stuff about like, so I've listened, listen, 109,091 minutes of, of music listening. Um, My top genre is abstract hip hop. A lot of those are driving hours. I have Craft hip hop. That's true. I feel like that's how many hours we drove this year. Well, or look, minutes. I didn't even realize they had a whole summarizer that you didn't have to go through all that shit. That's what I'm saying. You got to go to the fast forward. Okay. Well, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. There you go. I hate to support. <laughs> my Mine was all bedroom pop was my top genre. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. I hope all of those artists that I listen to, I hope they realize, like, I don't just listen to them on Spotify. I mean, I'm a, I spend money on, on, on uh, merch and albums now. I mean, I'm way into it. I'm sure they don't care. I mean, they, I'm, they care, but I don't think that they're sitting there going, man, yeah, he was only listening to me on Spotify. <laughs> of course they're not. They don't even know who I am. But I, but I, I, what, the reason I'm saying that is because I do want people to, I want people to get into that. Cause I, think I should just donate to them on Spotify. Or just donate to them. That's also cool. Then but, they get more of the money. Yeah, but then, but the good thing about getting their merch and stuff is then I wear it on, you know, not just me, but everyone, people wear their stuff out and then some other people see it it's like a billboard so they're bonus there mm. and then also you want them to listen to the music i donations would are cool to me but i prefer people to own my artwork you know what i mean well you don't have a place to donate and yeah that's a little bit different is it i think so oh no there's a i have a friend friend text group uh-oh i know you better just put it on mute <laughs> once they start once one person starts oh, it's gonna go off. Heater off oh yeah Okay, well, you guys, let's take a commercial break while we get <laughs> settled in, and and uh, we have a blockhead on. So um, right after these uh, commercial break, uh, let's hear a word from our sponsors. It's probably just the sponsorship about my artwork. <laughs> That's okay. It gets, separates us from this moment into the moment when we're having a chat with our guest, who today is blockhead. So we'll we'll see you in about uh, however many seconds. Oh, D45. Hob sauce. Amplify the flavor of your favorite foods with Hob Sauce's award-winning flavors. Create your own four-pack at hobsauces.com. Not only do they make dope hot sauce, they collaborate with dope artists for their labels and flavors, including myself, Atmosphere, Aesop Rock, Crayola, Rob Sonic, and so many more. We love hob sauce over here at DoD 45 and damn near put it on everything we eat. We got extra bottles in the car. Adrian has one in her purse. I have an emergency bottle in my backpack. And if you're ever running out, we always have a bottle available of the garlic turmeric, which I did the octopus label for here at my gallery in Hannibal, Missouri. Hit it, Bobby. Have sauce, have sauce. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Put it on your food. Hot sauce. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the world 
My name is Tony, and I have a podcast, too. I know what you're saying. I already know. Okay, but I have a podcast, too. Just like you, just like your grandma, just like your grandma's neighbor. We all have podcasts, except mine is different. I'm different. I was born different. The Speaker Face Podcast is fun. It will teach you probably nothing. You cannot smell it, and you definitely can taste it. Speaker Face Podcast by me, AWOL1, and I talk to uh, my friends, I talk to musicians, artists, all kinds of creative people, all kinds of human beings. I do like little songs and little freestyles and skits and so after you're done listening to DOD 45 with my man Ty, which is a very, 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 very interesting podcast that you should religiously watch and listen to. After you're done, check out speakerface.store for the Speakerface podcast. And you could also listen to it wherever other podcasts are podcasting. You know what I'm saying? So check it out. Speaker Face Podcast. Your life will be better. I don't promise. Speaker Face Podcast. Here's a little story that must be told. Hey, we are stoked to be starting a relationship with Brim of the World and look forward to building on our partnership with them in the future. Listen, I almost never go without a hat, so hooking up with Brim of the World was a no-brainer. As far as your situation goes, you know your head is looking pretty chump these days, and it's time to throw some headgear on there. And I'm not talking braces headgear, I'm talking about hats. And Bot World, a.k.a. Brim of the World, has a treasure trove of headwear to pick from, so check them out at brimoftheworld.com. And also check out their SCD collection. SCD is Seek, Conquer, Destroy, and it's their action sports brand. Seek wisdom to conquer all obstacles and destroy anything that tries to stand in your way for success. Also, also, also check out their Aliens Built Earth clothing line. Super dope clothing line. I rock their hoodies and shirts all the damn time. Aliens Built Earth was born with the notion and belief that Aliens Built Earth Uh, You'll find some type of clothing or headwear from these cats on me at almost all times. And that was before DOD45 partnered with them. I don't see that changing anytime soon. Head over to brimoftheworld.com and start building your wardrobe now. And uh, yo, I just noticed they're offering free shipping in the U.S. So, I mean, really, can you beat that? No, you cannot. Hey, it's me, Ty. Just popping on real quick to let you know that my art is available for purchase at artbyty.com. So if you like what you're seeing or you want to support this podcast, the best way for you to do that is by picking up a print or an original on my website. If you're not quite ready for a purchase, but you still want to help out, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you stream from. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel so you'll never miss an episode. All right, enough of all that. Now let's get back to the show. Hello, hey, what's happening? Look at this guy. <laughs> it's audio so connected.
Okay. okay. Hey, how you doing? Sorry, I stepped away for a second. It's okay. It's all right. I did the same. I, I'm run. I'm out of breath. I just ran back. Yeah, you know what happens? What we've what, what's been happening is like, you know, at a restaurant when you leave to go to the bathroom, the food shows up. Every time my wife, <laughs> she, like the second someone, they all of a sudden log in. It's like the trick. We, in fact, through all of the episodes we've done, we've only been stood up once. <laughs> like completely stood up. Yeah, no, not even a, like a. I was messaging like, "Hey, everything okay?" Oh wow! But he, he ended up rescheduling. But it was still, uh, yeah, it was like I don't know. He wasn't a musician. He wasn't a musician. Oh. We'll say that. Yeah, well, I'm shocked because musicians are not very reliable. So I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us on the show. It's it's really awesome to be able to have a minute to chat with you. I appreciate My it. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um, so, Hey, we were just talking about, uh, your dad and, um, I'm crunching some numbers here, mm -hmm. but it says he was born in 1917 and yeah. you and I are pretty much the same age. So uh, he was, he was 60 when I was born. Holy wow. shit. And, I, and I'm the youngest. I have a 75 year old brother, half brother. Oh and I have, I have a, I have a half niece, a step half niece is older than me Whoa. and I'm the youngest of seven. Wow. Yeah. Well, good for him charging on still, man. Yeah, his sperm still worked. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> how was that? How was that? I mean, I mean, it was you probably didn't know it any different. But how was that growing up with a dad? So much um, I mean, it was like having a grandfather in the house kind of and he was like, you know, he was he was 60 and he passed away when I was 20. And he was, uh, you know, he's a World War Two vet. Yeah, he, uh, he was mostly deaf because he oh, lost wow. his hearing in the war. Mm. Um, so it was like, yeah, it was very like he was he was kind of he was he was an a, a, an omnipresent figure, but he wasn't very involved in things. Yeah, know? was there was did was there like a because are, aren't the other brothers? They're all half brothers, right? Well, there's five from his first marriage and my brother and I from oh, my okay. mom and my dad. And how and, much uh, older is your old your brother? He's two and a half years older than me. Was there anyone like that played like that? Because obviously at that age, your dad wasn't like that dad. I don't no, want to say, no. you know, dad role, but was there somebody that like that was? No, that? not really. My mom, my mom did the heavy lifting. Yeah. I think I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's wow. That Yeah, I saw that and I was like, this fucking, you know, sometimes like online links are wrong. Like it'll sometimes link like some artist to the oh, wrong yeah, yeah. artist or something. And I was like, oh, yeah. God, that's got to just be. That can't be the same, dude. <laughs> it is. It is. Actually, the funny thing happened to me is at the first time ever in my life at a show, someone came up to me and was like, "Are you Sydney Simon's son?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and it was a, like a random, like a woman who was probably like you know within like five years of my. She might be a little older than me, but uh, I've never had someone connect right. those dots. Is she a New Yorker? No, this was in Asheville, North Carolina. Wow. It just was very like. I was like, how do you know my dad's work? Because, you know, he was yeah, he was a career artist, but he wasn't he's not like a super famous artist. Like, you know, he he, he made a living, but he wasn't, you know, it's, it's like similar to me, you know, kind of like <laughs> like, a, like like I have my my niche and like I have my fans, but I'm not like when, when it all when it's all said and done, uh, you know, not a lot of people know who I was. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I get, I get what you're saying there. But what and I I have pretty much the same career. I got a really strong, hardcore, uh, you know, base of collectors but i'm comfortable with that i don't need anything yeah. i don't need anything more than that i'm i'm good yeah. with that it's yeah, yeah. it's a it's a good kind of nice yeah it's like you're, you're kind of like under the radar but you can afford to buy things you yeah. know <laughs> you know what else i find from it, it almost allows you to to keep to stay 
really authentic and true to your word. Because yeah. sometimes if you get too big, you might be going trying to continue that recipe of like, well, what got me big? I better stay oh, yeah. with that. So I mean, that, I've seen it. I've seen it with other people. I've definitely yeah. seen it with other people. I mean, I've never. It's also like I've never felt pressure to to be like like I know that there's a ceiling on what I do. Sure. Because it's, it's if I, if I want to keep doing what I do, that is, you know, like like yeah. if I, you know, as a I'm a sample based producer. Right. That's that's that limits things as far as like, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to have a big pop hit because my songs have samples in them. Right. <laughs> oh, and, can, uh, you not, can you not have a pop hit without samples? Well, you got I could, but I'd have to clear everything. And we don't really do that unless yeah. we have to, you know, and 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 uh, and a lot of the stuff I sample would be really hard to track down. And, and uh, it, it would be a whole to do to really get it uh, even put. And also, like my songs have like 15 samples in them as opposed to like. You know, a Jay-Z song will have just one sample yeah. and then they clear that and that's the song. But like mine's like a collage of different stuff. So it would be very complicated and, and expensive. But you're not are you you're not sitting here saying that if Jay-Z contacted you and said, yo, I, I want you're not. saying oh, I would absolutely work with those guys. But, but I'm saying like it's it's uh, a yeah. I just I'd be shocked if it like like, yeah. like I'd send them the beat and then be like, cool. And then they make the song. And then they'd be like, all right, what are the samples? And, th and I'd give them a list and they'd be like, oh, you can't <laughs> yeah, do this. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what would happen if, if I ever made a beat for anyone so what's, famous. <laughs> what's the difference um, in like indie? You don't have to, I guess that's what uh, it's just it. kind of, I mean, like, you know, you do get I me, mean, you get caught here and there. Uh, and oh, it's, okay. uh, it's like me drawing my, my drawing of Mickey. Um, <laughs> Well, the level that I'm at right now, I'm not getting hit up about that Mickey drawing that I did, but <laughs> you can be under the radar. Uh, it also, I mean, another major thing is that I don't um, like I don't license my music for for film and TV and stuff like that or commercials. And that's like a lot of producers, like guys who are like on my level, they make the the majority of their money licensing songs to commercials like like a guy like RJ D2. Yeah, ha had a song in a car commercial. I think he must have cleared all the samples or he must have replayed them or something. And he probably made a year's salary on that commercial, you know, and like that's that's how you do it, you know. I always I always wonder um, about that because then I, once that goes to commercial, I can't listen to the song anymore. Just like yeah. the same with uh, DJ Shadow's song that's on that commercial. Oh, run the jewels, the run the jewels song. Yeah, I mean, well, that, that, nothing's been licensed more than that song. I know, and I fucking used when that song first came out. I was like, I was sharing that with everyone. I was like, this thing is fucking yeah. awesome. And now when I comes on my playlist, I'm like, ugh. It's, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't. The one with what, the car. Yeah, the car. The, yeah. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Yeah. Picture this. I'm a bag of dicks. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny though, because like uh, before that that became like the darling of licensing, and then uh, but before that it was that song. Uh, How you like me now? <laughs> which is a ninja tune song yeah yeah how oh. did you how did you end up on ninja tune i i, I was gonna avoid asking because i know people have asked you that but i don't really know it was it, it was a case of like uh of a demo tape working uh like it, like i well i had a so I, I was i was in talks with this label mush to do um to do a instrumental album they were like hey if you ever want to do an instrument instrumental album and i didn't really know i didn't listen to instrumental music i still don't and like yeah. i and like i and i so I, I was like, well, what is that? I'd, I'd heard DJ Shadow's album, but I wasn't like, I love DJ Shadow's hip hop production. I was yeah. a fan of his hip hop production and I'd heard his album, but I never really paid much attention to it. Uh, so I was like, all right, well, I'll just make what I think an instrumental album should sound like. Cause like based on what I, you know, cause like I, I'd heard other instrumental songs, not Shadow stuff, but like other stuff that was like, just like a loop for four minutes with like some scratching on it. And I was like, well, that's boring. 
I don't want to do that. So I made trying to make songs that kind of evolve and change and stuff like that. Uh, so I made that and then Mush Records like kind of went missing in action and like they just didn't respond for for months. So I was like, all right. So I, had a, so I got a manager and he, and he started um, passing it around to different labels and he passed it to Warp Records. Uh, and they're like, we like it, but it's not really our speed. You should give this to Ninja Tune. And then so th I think they gave to Ninja Tune and Ninja Tune was sitting with it in their office for like months. And they're like, this is really good. Yeah. And then they signed me off that. And, awesome. And uh, it just kind of worked out like that. Yeah, it, it was very fortunate. Yeah. Different, yeah, different. that's that. You know, meanwhile, that the way that you had created, that was your first instrumental. And basically what you're saying, right? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I've done Forrest Crunk. I made Force uh, Crunk for Aesop, but that was like the first instrumental song I made. Yeah. Uh, but then this was like me being like, all right, I can do a whole album of shit like that, I guess. You know? Yeah, you weren't, you weren't, but not, but not, not listening to a whole lot of instrumentals. You weren't uh, restricted to go like, oh, this, there's a certain formula to this. You were kind of. No, like, not at all. Yeah. It's kind of like, like how I never was a reader, but I wrote a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm very much like, a, let me just figure this out on my own kind of person. And, and yeah. like, you know, I don't, I don't uh, learn oh, well, you know? Run the Jewels is on that label too. On on which side? No, Ninja they're they're on um. Ninja Tune. I don't think they are, unless they are, unless in Europe they are, but I don't think they are. Well, she's just scrolling through. I think you're they're looking at through a. I, I mean, it's ninjatune.net. Artists. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe they got the rights in 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 the UK Somewhere. or something. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, there's a term for that. What you how you discover your um you doing you do stuff on your own and it's called autodidactic. That's a word yes. I use in my bio. Yeah. <laughs> is, that your, is that your fun fact? Yeah, well, because people are always like, what the fuck is autodidactic? And I'm like, oh, it's just oh. a cool word. <laughs> it's just it's just what the, the learning on your own? Is yeah, that the, of, the ability yeah. To, to discover how to do shit on your own. And, and, and it just that's the better way for you. Yeah, um, it makes, oh, it's a slower process, though, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then but the, I don't know, it seemed to have more appreciation with whatever you come out with. You're like, yeah, mm -hmm. I fucking figured this out. and It took me forever. Um, so your dad's uh, painting, going back to your dad's painting, the mm -hmm. painting of um, the Japanese warship thing, that thing's incredible. Yeah. So I wanted to yeah. let you know that I saw that painting and was uh, I'm amazed by it. I couldn't really find any other. That painting is, works. Is, is, is that, I mean, like there's a, he is a, a sydneysimon.com. He has a website where, where he did sculpture. He did, he did paintings. He did, he did all, he did like all mediums, which was really interesting because he, yeah. he constantly just changed throughout the course of his life. Uh, but uh, that painting of the, of the, of Japanese sur surrendering to yeah. America yeah. is a crazy picture. Like it's a crazy, I mean, it's crazy. He was there. Yeah. And it's oh, crazy he that there. he, yeah. he, he painted them, them uh, surrendering on a boat on a, yeah, that's awesome. Boat. That's, I mean, it's a piece of history right there. It was in the Smithsonian for a while. I don't think it's, it's in some other museum right now in, uh, in DC, but I, I don't know which one exactly. Yeah, it's on the USS Missouri. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry, excuse me. Um, well, We'll get started on the drawing. I'll get the timer going and start drawing for you. Uh, but I did want to say uh, congratulations on the Garbology album. It's Thank you. Thank you. a fine piece of work. I like your hoodie. Yeah. I, you know what? I never, <laughs> <the same> one. <laughs> I, I never wear, you know, I, I, I say it, it's like wearing the concert t-shirt to the concert you're going yeah, yeah. to. Yeah. I never do that, but it's cold as balls in my studio right now. And this yeah, is just cold in here too. <laughs> But so yeah, I don't. I I seriously have listened to the album extensively. It's it's a really really good album. And, and then oh, the intro, you. I was telling telling my wife this 
it, I listened to it on my run this morning. It really like built this whole picture for me. It, it's just, it's really well done. It's like, seems very coherent, like a whole piece. I don't know if that's how you usually do an album, but, and I don't also, I'll grant it, that could, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. That could be because of the distinctive style of Aesop Rock, but. Like, it, well, it's, it's also like how he, you know, like, like, cause we didn't, when we made the album, it was just kind of like, we're just making songs, you know? Right. And, but I mean, the thing is like, when I make albums, I do the same thing. I just make songs and then I step back and see what I have. And then kind of the, the, the overall theme comes together of like, especially how you order it and everything. Uh, but as far as like the, you know, Aesop kind of sticks with some themes on this album. And it's, it's interesting. Cause like I've, you know, you make this album, you know, I made it, we made this album like seven, eight months ago. And then I was sitting on the secret for a long time, but I was like, I was listening to it but I, I really appreciated it more after it came out for some reason, which is usually the other way around. Right. Where like, I started listening to it more and I was like, I was like, and I really like latched on to parts in a different way than I did when I was actually, when we were making it, which is, it's, which is unusual for me. Cause I, that doesn't usually work like that. That's awesome. I, I tend to, when I'm listening to Aesop Rock, I mean, I tend to just get really involved in his, in his lyrics and his writing. But I promised this morning, well, I listen when I'm having some, I guess on all, I'll, I'll put all of their music that I can get my hands on in one playlist and just listen to it nonstop. Yeah. So I've been listening to everything that I could get my hands on of your music for the mm-hmm. last three days. Um, I run this morning. I did not, I to- totally tuned Aesop out and I was only listening to the production and it built a whole, I like while I was running, I was like, in. The, I came up with this whole story, but it was, it's really, it's, it's awesome. It's a great album. I, and cool. you, Thanks, yeah, I, I hope you're proud of it. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> So uh, I recently, one other thing I wanted to bring up before I start the timer. I recently saw your tweet about um, M. Night's uh, movie Old. Yeah. Do you, do you mind if I just fucking go off about that oh, for absolutely. just a second? I was so fucking pissed when it ended. Like, that was the shittiest <laughs> piece of shit. And I, I woke my wife up. She was even asleep. And I was like, that fucking movie was the worst thing. I, I, it, it's not as bad as the happening. No, God, you know what else? Did you see Air, Airbender? No, I didn't. I didn't. I actually have only seen like three of his movies because I think he sucks. But <sighs> but that one I watched. I watched old and and uh and I was like, man, this could have been a good idea. Yeah, it, it start. It was like this is a cool idea, and he spent all this time on on building up this idea and then just fucking shit it out. <laughs> well, haven't all of his. I mean, they're all kind of like that. Did, yeah. Did he make the movie Holes? No. Well, which holes? Be- well, that was not the. Because I was about to say, like, he should have, because that's like his plot lines are just so full of them. It's crazy. <laughs> fucking, that movie, like, uh, that movie, like, like the, the way that people aged made no sense. I know. The, the, the fact, I mean, like, I, I know it's dumb to pick apart movies like this, but like, the fact that dude swam underwater for seven minutes and then like had the perfectly dry piece of paper, like everything. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I, and I just can't get past stuff like that. I can't either. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it was, it was like the, like the daughter turned into like a 18 year old in five minutes and then stayed 18 year olds for like seven years. <laughs> yeah. It's, and I hate to shit on directors of, especially cause there are, I used to be, a, I mean, I have some movies out there and uh, there's a review on one of my movies out there on IMDb and it is harsh. So I hate to shit on people, but yeah, I just, I was so pissed about how bad it was and it, it you know, potentially, potentially could have been good, but you know, like, 
He's super lazy. He's super like, like he doesn't, it's like he just, he doesn't, he writes and doesn't read back what he wrote and then doesn't connect. It's really crazy that he's allowed to do this shit. I agree. <laughs> he that? had, well, he had two really good, I mean, I was a fan of Sixth Sense. I really enjoyed that yeah. movie. Oh, he did that? Yeah. I, I, I saw Split. He did Split, right? Yeah. And he did Glass. Oh, Glass. Oh, yeah. Uh, Unbreakable and Glass. I mean, you know. Even Unbreakable, I was pissed. I know people love that, but at the end of, like, all it was boring as balls and then when it could have got good was at the end and all he did was just write out what happened you know like at the end of a movie yeah. where the interesting part they write it out i'm like what the fuck? that's the part you should have made a movie about you dummy anyway <laughs> well thanks because i i saw it too and i was like oh god yes i'm glad that someone was able to fucking catch how shitty that movie was <laughs> it was it was <laughs> really bad man that's like that's one of the ones where you get angry where someone took up a, an hour and a half of your time <laughs> i mean it, it, it's kind of like a. I, I movies like that I kind of like am glad I saw it just so I can shit on them later. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like like when I saw like I watched a little bit of In the Heights. Oh, I'm t- I don't know uh, what it is. Lin Manuel because I fucking oh just the can't new stand. musical. I hate musicals. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and I watched like ten minutes of it. And I was like, oh, good. I'm glad that I was right about how bad this is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. My my kids, fuck. I got a fifteen well, year old and a thirteen year old. They oh, they oh, loved yeah. Hamilton and they love yeah. musicals. Yeah. Kids these days, maybe it's not kids these days. Maybe it's only our kids. I don't know. It seems like they love musicals. <laughs> it's home, crazy. They were homeschooled. Too. Yeah, our homeschooled <laughs> kids <laughs> love <laughs> musicals. Did you raise them on musicals? No. <laughs> we raised them on hip hop mostly. You know, I, the, our daughter used to watch Mama Mia a lot when she was little, and we were okay. driving across the country. So I think it started there. I've actually my the, the majority of experience I've had with musicals has been around my nieces when they were teenagers, and they and like we'd be in car rides and they played like Rent and I wanted to like jump out of the window, and uh yeah yeah like I just I, the musicals are I hate them so much. What about <laughs> what about Moulin Rouge? No, if, if people start singing in the middle of something dramatic, I just want to turn it off. Like it just doesn't you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a person that's like very. Uh, like I like realism. Like like I can't like I don't play video games that are yeah. fa- fantastical. Like right. I play sports games because I'm like this is real. Or like I, or like I don't like sci-fi. Like I don't like like I'm very I like movies that are like based in reality and like you know yeah yeah it's just kind of how I am I guess. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that sucks for your taste right now because those movies are have <laughs> slipped into. I just the don't darkness. watch movies really much. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, I've set the timer forty five minutes. I'm gonna draw you your sloth. Um, All right, uh, we'll see where, how far I get, but either way, I, whatever piece I send you will be completely finished, heavily detailed, and it'll look nice, but I'll go as far as I can. Oh, is that part of the deal? I get, I get, I get sent Yeah, to yeah, me? man, absolutely. Yeah, the oh. drawing is yours, and, and yeah, for sure. So that's why I definitely want to make sure, you know, I know what you're, what, what you like, what animals you like, so. Oh, yeah. Well, sloth, yeah, sloth my go-to. Although I've, I've been inundated with sloth stuff for the last, like, five years, because I, I've, I've, like I did my album Bubble Bath, the cover is a sloth. Yeah. But I've been, you know, I've been liking sloth since I was like a child. Like I have a picture of a sloth in my apartment that I've had since I, in, that I had in my like bed, childhood bedroom. And, uh, and, but now like I have like all these people have given me like stuffed sloths. I have like a whole like collection of like stuffed sloths that people have given me over the years. That's awesome. They're like, yeah. the, they're like the most goddamn adorable thing in the world, man. They're, they're incredible. They're, they're very chill. They got yeah. long claws though. So I've, I've yeah. held one before and they're, they're, uh, they they could fuck you up. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> was the fur really or hair really wiry? Like actual it was, wire? Because it looks like. It no, was. it was just kind of like it was a little coarse. I don't know. Like it, like I held it. It was like holding on to like a stuffed animal, and I had to lift the stuffed animal because oh. they're kind of like cumbersome because of a, they, you know, these long, super long arms and claws and like, 
they're 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 doofuses they're kind yeah. of like <laughs> they even have that kind of doofus look on them yeah. they're like Duh. Yeah. they're really cute but yeah it's yeah. it's a uh, the fur like i didn't like i didn't really want to pet it too much yeah <laughs> yeah we had a you know but they're cute they're, they have very cute faces yeah, we had a dog that was like that. A wire-haired like, dog. I know. I felt Just bad. The top of his head was really soft, but the rest of his body was really coarse. I never wanted to pet him ever. Like a little Brillo pet head. dog. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. All right. Um. So you're so uh, you're Tony, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Let's do a couple of Tony Sophie's choices here. Okay. So, uh, Tony Hawk or Tony Danza? Um. I guess I'm gonna go. Tony Hawk. I'm not invested in either of those people. Uh, I did. I was once eating at a restaurant and I heard someone talking across the restaurant and I was like, Tony Danza's here. And I turned around and it was Tony Danza. <laughs> He's got this very distinct uh, voice. How Was that a long time ago? No, this is like in the last four years. How'd he look? I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, he looks fine. He, I yeah. mean, I, I just, I was kind of like, I just heard it. I was like, that's, that has to be Tony Danza. Like, I mean, I haven't even heard like, I haven't seen him on it or they haven't seen anything. He was in, um, he was in, um, Don John. Oh, as the dad, that's the last thing I saw. Yeah. But he's, 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 it's better than, uh, it's better than old. (laughs) There won't be much that isn't (laughs) even my movie. I would be willing to put up against my last movie. (laughs) Um, how about, um, Anthony Bourdain or Anthony Kiedis? Oh, Bourdain by a million miles. I hate the red hot chili peppers. Oh, okay. I hate, I hate them. I think they suck. I, I think I think it, it's it's the most like like it's like it really like it fires me up how much I hate them. <laughs> also, because I I have friends whose taste I trust who love them. Oh, and I'm like I'm like I'm sorry. Are you are you like a surf pop punk rapper? <laughs> what are you doing? I just. It's the it's it's like the antithesis of music that I'm into. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, I did love, love their blood. Was it that blood first blood album? Like Sugar Magic. Yeah, was that the first one no. with the? No, that was their the first one. popular one. The one is that the one with Under the Bridge, or is that the or is that the uh, what the got the got the give it to That's a <laughs> no. that's a, that one, right? I don't know. Maybe it was just that sack of beans song. Sitting on a sack of beans. Down <laughs> Adrian, are you really going to sing that to him? He just told you how bad he fucking hated him. The thing about Red Hot Chili Peppers is that one album. They're of an era, so I get it. But I, but I am, I'm not, I'm not a fan of blind nostalgia, and I think that we need to accept that uh, some things we love when we were kids actually were not that good, and we were just kids with shitty taste. Oh and, my god, that is a great. <laughs> and I think Red Hot Chili Peppers fall squarely in that group. Limp Bizkit falls in that group, like. All that uh, stuff, like I mean, Limbus is later, obviously, sure. but uh, but that, uh, yeah. but that has that's gonna have that. So people who are a little bit younger than us, that's what you're saying. Like Limp Bizkit's kind of on that same vein of like that was so huge for some of those people, and I bet now they're like, oh my god. Well, the the thing of when that Woodstock '99 documentary came out, like Twitter was flooded with all these people being like. Yeah, but Limp Bizkit had some joints. I was like, they did not have joints. They had no joints. I didn't like them. I'm with you there. Like, like, what about what about the song with Premier and Method Man? I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope. They're going to try to find any song to try to get you to say at least yeah, one song. It was a boring-ass beat with Method Man mailing it in and Fred Durst rapping on it. Did you ever rap or was is it always just oh, yeah. in production? I rapped. Are there tracks out there somewhere that we can hear of you spitting verses? Nowhere you'd 
that you'd be able to find easily. Like like maybe might some might have snuck onto YouTube. Picture of plummet from the summit. Former stars are forced to slummet. Rummaging through their trash rhymes like the homeless. This bonds are boneless. Replaced with pipe cleaners bending easy to my demeanor. Somehow, because I did, I was in a rap group called The Overground when I, from like 94 to 98, 99. Uh, and I kind of stopped when Aesop stuff started picking up because I, I'd met a real rapper, like a yeah. rapper who's actually talented. <laughs> um yeah and i wasn't very good like you know i was just like i was I, I was i was fine i didn't have a great voice i didn't have a great flow Did, were you trying to base your style off of any other rapper or were you no i was like a punchline i mean at first i was like a like a lyrical miracle rapper and then i kind of realized that wasn't my bag and that but i was always you know like i was listening to kind of weird left field stuff at the time so so i would try to be intricate with flows but i just didn't have the capability of pulling that off really but I was kind of at my at my core. I was like a, a punchline rapper. Like I was like a like a funny punchline rapper. Right. But uh, you wrote. But did you write? Were you a better lyric writer of lyrics than you were of actually delivering them? Yes, absolutely. Like I, I would have probably. Well, also something I learned really late in my rapping career is that you should write to a beat. Because I didn't. Oh. Uh, I didn't realize. I would just write, and then I'd try to put it over a beat, and I was like, why doesn't this work? <laughs> you know, and then, and I learned that. So, and, and like, so like late, like, by, like right before I stopped rapping, I started writing the beats and I got much better at rapping. <laughs> right. But it kind of, you no know. No love for it at all, huh? You, that's, there's no way you'll find yourself uh, rapping at, again. At 45? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> the world has enough uh, fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> well, no, I don't, I don't think we, the world doesn't need more 45 year old white rappers. Are you sure? All the, <laughs> no. all the good ones exist already. I think, yeah. you know, if you haven't made it by now, it's, it's, it's not going to be too late. That's yeah. right. That's true. Do something like Billie Eilish or something. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, just stick to producing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, my, that's my whole thing. I'm just trying to. <laughs> so the, uh, the amount of music that you've made for Aesop Rock, uh, was there ever thought of like forming an officially named group like Malibu can or tobacco, you know, with tobacco? Uh, no, no, nah, it just kind of, this this album came came about pretty organically over the pandemic and and it was kind of like the the only discussion was like is it just going to be Aesop Rock or is it going to be Aesop Rock and Blockhead yeah for this and and he was like we should have both of us on it I was like that works for me um, but that yeah never 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 a group really because because I you know until this album I never produced an entire album for him that's what I mean so, like, but you've produced so many songs of of but I produced like half of it you know it's like you know stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, no, I never, I don't know, never was really a, a, a thing that we came, yeah. tried, thought about really, I think. When you, but you guys have collaborated so many times. So is it something that like where you like, is it a send the music back and forth collaboration or is it you make the beats, send it to him and he, he he's on? Now it is. Now, I mean, for this, like, I, I mean, I basically had a, a ton of beats made already because I, you know, like I, I just, I was very prolific over the pandemic and, uh, and and before that, you know, yeah. So he uh, and he was just like, "Yeah, send me some beats." And I would and I sent him like a round of beats, and he picked out a couple of beats from that. And I sent him another round of beats, he picked out from that, and then he'd go back and kind of pick out the ones. And then he even asked me, "Is like, are there any that you think I would would be good for me?" Oh, cool. And I think I don't know if we there's maybe one or two on the album that that were that. Uh, I'd like to say Flamingo Pink is one of those. The rope goes over the wall, but the controller born a hold the stethoscope. Can't tell a bad day from a death 
because I really like that beat and I wanted him to rap over. Sounds like a like kind of like a Griselda beat to me. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I was like, I was like, I'd like to hear ASAP on a Griselda beat. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but uh, but yeah, other than that, it was just sending it back and forth and like it's funny because you know he's he's so good at what he does that you know he sends me stuff. He's like, how's this verse? I'm like. It's great, man. They're all great. <laughs> yeah. Like you've never, you've never sent me a half-ass verse in our entire like, like lifetime knowing each other. How do you, have you ever had to be like? And even no. if you did, what would you say? No. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's like, yeah. I mean, like, there's, if there's a, if there's one thing I trust, it's his uh, his own quality. He's so hard on himself about stuff that his sure. quality controls off the off the charts. And uh, uh, you know, like he's he's he doesn't. He doesn't half-ass things. He, he yeah. really, I mean, like, you can't really half-ass how he writes, you know? Absolutely. It's so intricate and, you know, it's, yeah, it's, he's just impressive, you know? Well, well, here's a non-sequitur. I've been trying to throw that word into a, into a conversation because I just said that I haven't used it before. Uh, this is a Sophie's Choice one. Um, Bill Burr or Bill Hicks? Bill Burr. Sweet, yeah. Well, uh, Bill, Bill Murray or Bill Maher? Bill Murray. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I asked you that because you're a fucking funny dude online, dude. Like, so I'm wondering, like, did you ever like do any stand up or want to be a stand up comedian? No, or anything? I, I, I've always loved stand up comedy. I don't think I hate myself enough to be an actual stand up comedy <laughs> comedian. Uh, but I did, I did, uh, like for a while, I had a public access show in New York that was like me and friends doing little skits and stuff. And I thought about being an actor for a little bit. But uh, then I took an acting class and like three classes in, I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> and I like the teacher yelled at me for for not preparing some improv like a like like a like a like a thing where I'm like pretending to make toast or something like that, like where I'm miming toast. He's like, you didn't practice this. I was like, of course I didn't practice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> practice making toast. Like, I'm like hey, let's <laughs> we walk over. It was, yeah, it was just, uh, I, I just, and I, you know, and like, I'm kind of glad I didn't do that just cause, uh, I, you know, I know a fair amount of, I've met actors and actresses and I'm like, yeah. that's my, but well, hypothetically, had you have, uh, followed that, would you, do you think you would have ended up being more into the comedy, comedy world movies? Probably. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, that's the thing is I don't think I'm particularly, uh, like, I don't think, I, I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I think I'm a better funny writer than I am funny actor. Well, and that's what you, I was just going to say, that's what you just said with your, when you were rapping, it was all like punchline. I don't know if it was joke punchline, but I'm guessing. No, but exactly. That's kind of exactly the thing. It's like, uh, like it's, I'm better at like short thought, like Twitter was like made for my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Cause your Twitter account's fucking funny. Like it it was perfect. But I, but I used to like, I had a blog for like 10 years where I'd write like, you know, rants, like, 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 you know, like. 500 word rants about whatever I felt, you know, anything really. Yeah. Uh, and that was fun. But Twitter's like that condensed into, you know, 280 characters or whatever it is now. Well, you even uh, curate funny shit on your Instagram. I know it's mostly, I mean, it's other people. Oh yeah. It's all other people. Stuff. Yeah. But I, you like, I don't know, pick out funny shit. You got a good sense of humor. I like, yeah. I mean, I, like I definitely think, I mean, that's more in line with my personality than my music is really. So it's, it's kind of, it's like, the balance of these two things. Yeah, because you know? your music's moody and not sometimes kind of yeah. dark. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not a moody or dark person at yeah. all. So it's kind of a it's a funny dichotomy between the two things. You know? Wow, I'm I'm I I enjoy hearing you say that because I think there's a I wasn't even thinking about, but there's a quite a similarity between you and I. My my 
drawings tend to be really dark and people think that I'm fucking crazy or something, but mm-hmm. I am <laughs> so not dark. I like to laugh. I love busting balls. Like that's yeah. way more my speed. So yeah. Well, it's, it's funny. Cause like when I first, uh, when I was on Ninja tune for the first album, uh, for music by cave light, like the vibe of that album was very specific and very like gloomy and kind of like, you know, melancholy. So they, they kind of marketed me as a gloomy melancholy guy. Like all the press photos were like me in the, in a suit and like in shadow. Like I, I'm a guy that like only wears shoes. Like I wear suits to like funerals and weddings and that's it. Like I don't ever dress up. Like I don't wear, I barely, I started wearing buttons like three years ago. <laughs> like, it's, like I don't, like I'm a t-shirt jeans guy. And, uh, and it was funny because like then, so, so like, I think people assumed that was my character. It was like this like dark brooding guy. Um, but you know, that couldn't be farther from the truth. Like I, <laughs> I like it, it. So I, I almost feel like when I meet fans sometimes not so much anymore because social media is around and people kind of get a better idea but like back then they would be disappointed that i'd be like jovial you know (laughs) yeah i i saw like maybe on an interview or something that you did um and i don't know if it's the case anymore but you were saying how people how disappointed people are that you don't smoke weed (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah that's a that's a big thing yeah i had a friend yesterday i played basketball uh uh, like a couple times a week and a, and a guy the friend of mine's coming he's he's like hey can you bring me a joint and i'll bring you some like this like of this of this like cbd like uh kind of like icy hot i was like well i don't smoke weed he's like what he's like have you heard your music <laughs> like, man the similarities are fucking crazy because yeah. that most people just assume they'll come and see my like if they're at a show they'll come see my work and they'll go like man what are you smoking give me some of that i'm like i don't smoke man i like my head's not built for it artists man people just assume all artists smoke weed yeah a lot of them do <laughs> no I, I will say like i'm definitely in the minority of, of artists do you, you ever know? sometimes get up feel uh like you kind of just go along with it but you feel like oh fuck i don't want to disappoint them no i just <laughs> i i just i've gotten used to disappointing fans and that, on that level, so I'm just not, you know. i mean well, I just be be honest you know yeah yeah absolutely your last album didn't seem dark at all it seemed really light and well, uh, the werewolves, space okay. werewolves one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, I mean, well, it was almost, that was initially going to be like a, a Uncle Tony's Calling Book Part 2, which was like my upbeat album. And uh, and then I half, as I was making, I was like, I don't really want to make a totally happy album. So let me circle back and kind of split this into two different moods. But but beca- I think that there's like a, a lightness to it in, in certain parts. And also like, you know, with the vocal samples I use kind of, can add some levity to things and you know it, it definitely it's it's more playful you know like the whole and the idea i mean this calling an album what i did is pretty silly in itself so <laughs> i went i went full silly on that one. no i liked it <laughs> um, thank you sticking with the uh with the comics um how about joe rogan or joan rivers joan rivers yeah fucking joe rogan is pisses me off uh <laughs> <laughs> i mean like it's it's not, you know what, it's, it's like, I think what he does is irresponsible sometimes, but much like people, like, I, I think I tweeted something about this yesterday about, uh, like the only thing worse than influences are the people that, in, that there are influenced by yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Joe Rogan's a case of that. Like it's, it's, it's him, but it's really his fans. It's like, cause he doesn't have to, this platform wasn't, 
you know, he, he, he's been, he's, he's created this platform for himself, but like, it's cause there's a bunch of like angry white dudes in the world that are just like looking for excuses for things. You know what, what, the, what I, I, again, hate shitting too much on people, but what, what drives me nuts about it is he'll do the cop out thing where he's like, I always say, I don't know what I'm talking about. You know yeah. what I mean? But that's like a cop out. Cause yeah. You know you don't know what you're talking about yet. You're yeah. I don't know how. I'll, it's I'll avoid it's that. tough because like like you know I can't knock him for he's built up his 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 fan base and like it's like dude that's amazing like like he and I I don't think he's a bad comedian. I think like, I think he's okay. Like he's a uh, I think that he's he does what a lot of like kind of um, comedians do these days who are like kind of like fi- fighting against woke culture. Right. Is that they kind of they don't have a balance in their thing, and they and they but they do it under the guise of a balance, where they're like they they won't criticize like they'll they'll shit on Biden, but they would have been like yeah, but Trump's you know Trump was bad, but he's funny. It's like yeah, I I agree with you, but like it's not fair to really you know it's 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 you can't compare those two things. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like that move that news stations the news stations do where yeah. they'll they'll shit on the media like in their in their report yeah. they're like the yeah. media covering you know like I, they're shitting all over the media as their fucking media yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was hearing that the other day and i was like aren't you the media oh yeah it's such a move it's such a shitty stupid move <laughs> yeah we're, we're in a really really bad place on, yeah. on a societal level and, and i don't think it's going to get better anytime right. i don't either you know? unfortunately i I'm, so, i i used to be an optimist but man i i it's been a little tough recently yeah um well, yeah i'm glad you picked joan rivers because i was I'm, I'm a huge joan rivers fan like i didn't get a lot some of the other stuff but like her stand-up comedy like that she was balls out man she would I, lay into i'm most familiar with her with her uh as a guest on talk shows yeah and she was awesome on those. I mean, she's I mean, she's just like a funny, funny lady. Also, like when she was on E with yeah. her daughter, <laughs> they were harsh, man. I, I haven't seen a lot of her stand up, but I mean, I but, you know, against Joe Rogan, it wasn't a hard choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could say Joe Camel. I'd be like, Joe Camel. <laughs> <laughs> were you a smoker ever? No, no, never. Oh, OK. My, I had a friend who was a smoker and he had he smoked camels and he fucking saved up those camel bucks and he had every like his we had the light he had the pool table like, oh, you know? that's kind of all that's I, I, I gotta respect that like, I don't know if it was worth his lungs I don't, <laughs> well he doesn't smoke anymore but <laughs> hey what about Jim Gaffigan or Jim Belushi uh Jim Belushi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I know who he is, but I'm saying yeah. that's a. Uh, I, I guess Jim Jim Gaffigan. Like I, Jim Gaffigan, he's all right. He's all right. Like, there was no other Jim I could line that line up with. Jim, Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, shit! <laughs> I I totally dropped the ball. Or Jim Brewer. Oh <laughs> yeah, he's kind of shit the bed recently. Oh, he really shit the bed. Yeah. 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 He's gone full like anti-vax. God, like, I know everyone's yeah. shown their true colors though. It's kind of oh, been yeah. that's been kind of the nice thing about it is I've I've learned some shit about people that I thought i knew about and i'm like whoa oh yeah oh wow. me, me too me too like i found a friend of mine i found out a friend of mine yesterday who was like is like super anti-vax and i was like wow what <laughs> yeah it's kind of depressing shock yeah it is it's, you know it's disappointing yeah that's what it is the perfect word disappointing yeah. what about sarah silverman or bo burnham i like them both uh um i guess sarah silverman but but bo burnham bo Burnham is really talented. Did you watch that his movie Inside on Netflix? Yeah. Dude, that was fucking like really beautiful. He's he's really talented. Like he's and he also he directed that movie uh, Eighth Grade too, which was oh, good. I haven't yeah, seen we, that. I watched that. It was good. I watched it's good, that. right? Yeah. Like uh, he's now he's and he's fucking young. 
Yeah, I know. It's amazing how young he, when I watched that inside, my kids loved it. So they had me watch it, but I was watching it going like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, a musical. but Dude, that's a, a, I can get into that kind of music. <laughs> yeah, Cause it's really dark. He seems very, uh, well, he, he's, 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 he's got dark. some dark. Yeah. I mean, especially when he's uh, alone during the pandemic, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. He's, yeah, he, I, what I love about it is inspiring how like he really fucking, took a great op like took something shitty and made something fantastic yeah, out of out of that time absolutely. my my like you said you were prolific during the pandemic i was not i was shit i could not i had no inspiration to do anything so i'm, I'm always happy to hear that people were I, i'm inspired by boredom so uh, like i i'm least i'm least uh active when i'm when i'm busy when i'm or like if i'm if i'm yeah like i i really i really only work when there's nothing else to do <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess I do that. I guess yeah. I work one because I, I don't do well when I just got to sit there. Unless there's a jazz game on, then I'm fucking, I'll, I'll sit and watch that. <laughs> Are all you night. in Utah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've been a jazz, I haven't missed a jazz game in uh, 30 plus oh, nice. years. Yeah. You got a good team. Good team yeah, really, yeah, but they'll they'll fucking die on me right at, when it matters. I mean, again. they're not gonna win anything, but they're but they're, <laughs> they're always they're really there. good. They just fucking shit the bed right before it gets there every time. Um, well, since you're, you know, since I know of you through hip hop and, and, um, uh, let me hit you with some hip hop Sophie's choices, uh, big L or big pun. Big L. So, yeah. Like, I'm, like them both, but yeah. big L was definitely a guy that I, they kind of rap alike too, to be honest. Uh, they both were like kind of early on the, well, actually, I mean, they, they were both influenced by Percy P and Pharaoh Monch as far as like doing these kind of flows, those, those little runs and stuff. But uh, they're both great. They're both yeah. great. But, but uh, Big L, oh my God. What about, uh, I, I'm sure I know the answer to this, but I'm going to try it. Push a T or iced tea? Push a T. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that you said that because I just put Instagram back on my phone this morning and I was like, I'm going to post a story of this place I ran to. And then what popped up was today was a good day. And I was like, hey. That's, That's cool. wait. And you're I, thinking of a different ice ice, ice cube. That's ice oh. cube. <laughs> wait, is it ice cube that's been anti-vax? He's yes. been yeah. So yes. yeah, my kids were like, "What is this?" Are you? I'm like, "Oh crap! Did he too?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. It's hard to keep track of all these guys, and right? I'm like, damn old ass rappers. Old rappers have trouble. With this shit, like, I shouldn't have put Instagram back on my phone. Now I gotta go delete my story. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell me you put Instagram back on your phone. I just did it this morning. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, uh, yeah, shit. I, I like, I, I, but to be clear, like I see was a dude I listened to a lot when I was younger. Like I had a, the, a poster of the, his power cover on my wall. And if you remember the cover for that, you know why a teenager would have that on his wall. Right. Uh, <laughs> what was but it? Remind it, me. It's uh it's, it's him with his beautiful girlfriend in like a small bikini, oh, she, a very small bikini, <laughs> like, like, Turn and it shows the front and the back. Yeah. And, uh, and she was, yeah. At that point that I'd never seen anyone hotter in my life. So. I was I was like you know twelve years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's it's the music, mom. I like the music. Yeah. My mom oh, yeah. wasn't a big fan of the poster. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Like yeah. I only hanging it up because it's. The oh, yeah. But your dad saw it for the art that it was. My dad, my dad was an artist, so he gave me a, a subscription to Playboy when I was thirteen. He's like, he's like, as long as I get to see him first. I was like, all right. <laughs> and uh, and he tried to like sell me on like the artistic value of Playboy. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. What he was really trying to do was sell your mom, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, I think at that point my mom had just been like, ugh. <laughs> like he, he was so old that it didn't matter, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about Blackalicious or Black Star? Blackalicious. 
Yeah. Um, I'm not a big quality guy. Okay. I've been uh, hearing I, that a lot recently. I've never been a big quality guy. He has a couple songs I liked early, early on, but I don't, I just don't know. And I'm, I, I mean, and I, and I, and I think most deaf is an incredibly talented, great rapper, but I've also really, there's like a handful of songs of his I really like. And, and, and uh, maybe it's like a beat selection thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, whereas Blackalicious, like their, their, um, their first EP was like incredibly formative EP for me. Uh, that, that EP alone carries them over black star to me but uh that's you know personally yeah uh, um yeah i i don't ever really give out my choices but on those i i take they're the center for me because they were both pretty influential and in yeah. i liked uh what about this one and i think this person a lot of people don't know of but um mike lad or mike d uh i mean i i did a remix for mike lad once uh with lp and vast on it i've never i honestly haven't heard a lot of mike of mike lad's music to be honest with you i haven't either but i but yeah i mean uh but so i guess mike d but i used to play basketball with the beastie boys you still so I, I, not not mike d mike d's the only one that didn't play with us but uh how did that come about uh i, I just i just a, a small world and like uh i kind of got bought into this game and it was a, a game they had running since like 96 and it was all like kind of like you know just new york dudes and graffiti writers and art and musicians and and they didn't even know like and i played there like you know like ad rock played there for a while and yak played like yak played until he passed away like it, it was like wow. like right up till then but um they didn't know who i was or that i made music they, i was just a guy that played basketball with them what I, was I'm it sure they doubt they even knew my name but i played with them for like years yeah was it at was it like at a rec center or something or it was at uh this ps41 it's a public school like right near my house it's outdoor court indoor 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 so it's yeah. a year, year round like indoor run oh awesome uh i'm glad that you're still playing i, I played uh, i used to play three times a week but i haven't played for about two years i that's where i'm at right i'm doing three times a week right now oh man that's good man in your in your late in your mid 40s, mid -40s? Awesome. yeah uh, we'll see we'll see it's just starting so we'll see <laughs> i played yesterday and i'm just like oh just, oh is it seasonal no it, it no because of covid it, it was knocked out oh, yeah you right. couldn't yeah that's so the right. gyms finally reopened and uh like they, they reopened in i guess late october and uh and i was traveling a lot so i now i'm finally getting back and i'm home for a while so i'm, I'm getting back in the is it things. weird like uh breathing all up in each other's face playing ball against each other or everyone you gotta you have to be vaccinated to play and uh uh it's a bunch of dudes i know fairly well uh, and, and a couple who i like played with over the summers outdoors and stuff like i you know i mean it's a everything's a risk sure you know, but sure like no no one's had gotten covid yet <laughs> so like on wood. Well, yeah, and if you're vaccinated, then you're probably a little bit safer. I'm, I'm boosted, even. You know, yeah, me, us too. We got ours early because we were in. We have a place in Hannibal, Missouri. So in in, in Missouri, the word we got way early. Like no one was, like the vaccinations were available. People were like, "Fucking, I ain't taking that shit." So they were like, "We have a bunch of vaccinations. Anyone want them? Come down." So we got early J and J, but that we so we got our boost early because of that. But anyway, uh, what what was your uh oh? What about Rick Ross or Rick Rubin? uh hmm it's, it's sacrilegious but i'm gonna say rick ross yeah well, how come it's sacrilegious does everyone do you have rick rubin's like a legend but uh but do you have to be a rick rubin fan i i mean i don't know like <laughs> I, I, there's <laughs> I no know. denying what he's done yeah he's done some very important stuff i can't really zero in on anything rick rubin's done that's like my favorite shit ever like you know it's like like i mean he he it's like he's he did more for the culture yeah 
It's hard to say because yeah, I mean, like he's he's a much more important music musical figure than than Rick Ross, obviously. I yeah, I see. But would I rather listen to a Rick Ross song than something Rick Rubin produced? Probably. Did you like that? Did you happen to hear the Rick Rubin Eminem uh, joint? No, but I I bet it sucks. It came off really bad, man. I, wait, my, wait, Rick, Rick Rubin like, produced the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like Eminem was like was it all stabs. It was very. You know what? It was weird. It was like trying to lay Eminem on like old Beastie Boys beats. Right. Oh right. yeah, and it was like yeah. made zero, and you could feel that that's kind of what they were trying to. do. I don't know. That's just but you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I haven't checked for an Eminem album in. <laughs> I mean, this is old though. That was like, I think that one's like seven or eight years. Maybe oh, really? Ten. It's pretty old. Yeah. And I, I checked out with Eminem around, uh, man, when he started rapping like Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. <laughs> I was like, nah. But are you good. a Triumph fan? Because that dude's funny. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, am, I, am. Do. <laughs> I wish I wish he rapped instead of Eminem on those songs. <laughs> yeah, that a guy that does the voice for him. I think he's a writer on SNL. Robert Schmeigel. Robert Schmeigel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an SNL writer. He wrote for Conan. He, yeah, he's like a really, uh, like a prolific. Yeah, he's okay. funny, Why man. Is it bad of me to question Rick Rubin because he dresses like the guy who kidnapped Elizabeth Smart? <laughs> like I question said, yeah. his sensibility. Like his. I, don't I know. mean, I, like I also I know people that worked with him and they loved him, and I and I, but I've also like heard story like it's like it's a weird it's a mixed bag of stuff because I I, I think he's a like the dude obviously is tapped into something and like apparently his studio is incredible and like and he's and he's created this whole environment there i'm not a spiritual person at all so i can't that that side of it i don't oh, relate to is that what's going on yeah there? he's very like i saw i saw some someone was recording in his studio and he like it was very hippie like he doesn't wear shoes ever yeah yeah, so okay. that's and I he don't know him personally, and yes, friend, you're right about his like what he's done and stuff is all amazing. But he talks and is um, has the same mannerisms as, as my old drummer from years ago, who I beat up, who I fucking can't stand. Um, <laughs> it's the same. So every time I see him, I'm like, cool, I want to just choke him. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that because I know some of my friends listen to the album. Well, beep, everyone, beep, beep. yeah. Everyone knows that I jacked his shit because he was an asshole. Um, <laughs> uh, is there anything that keeps you up at night? Uh, you know, it makes me nothing makes me sleep worse than knowing I have to get up in the morning than a, than an alarm because I'm so not used to alarms and like so I get that that honestly I know you're asking for like a deeper thing but like the reality is that is like because of my lifestyle like and I don't have to get up. I don't have a, and I'm not a late sleeper at all, yeah. but like if I have a flight at like 10 in the morning and I know I got to get up at like seven to get there, I will sleep like shit yeah. the night before because I'm just worried about missing my flight and stuff like that. So that's, that's for me, that's like the main thing, but also like, I don't have like, I don't like lose sleep over just general dark thoughts. It's more just like my mind races and I can't slow it down. Even if it, it could be like, what am I, what I'm going to eat tomorrow? And like, it could be really dumb shit like that. So it's a, uh, I, I I have the same thing. Yeah, when I before we we're gonna record an episode, I fucking run over the conversation four hundred times, and I'll never fall asleep. It sucks. Yeah. Um, what? So well, yeah. I guess yeah. We avoided the deeper thought of that because then I would ask you like, but what gets you up in the morning aside from your alarm clock? But coffee <laughs> having to pee yes, right. <laughs> oh shit that sucks too. That's literally that's literally what gets me up in the morning <laughs> me too <laughs> it's impossible to fall back asleep after that um did you have you ever witnessed anything in person that could be deemed a miracle 
Uh, hmm. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. Not nothing comes. To, I would think if if I had, it would it would be it would be on the tip of my tongue. But if uh, there was I, something that would go like that, yeah. Have you, Ted? <clears throat> I have. I told you know the one when when the, the car almost hit me and your two children and you were watching us. That's a story I've always told on this on the episode. Oh. <clears throat> I just missed this. Um, that was definitely a miracle, and I, I, but I'm not you know I'm not one to focus on miracles. But sometimes but, things happen that are like, holy shit, how did that fucking happen? So you might. Th- I, I, I'm sure I've seen stuff like that on a on a much like micro level, like like little things. Where I'm like, holy shit, what was that? Yeah. What did I just witness? Like just you know, kind of fortuitous things happening in front of me, uh, but. Not quite the miracle level. No, nothing where I was ever like that changed my life view or anything like that. Definitely nothing like that. Well, here's something you may need to settle for people. Um, is it chicken wings or buffalo wings? It's buffalo wings, right? I had heard New Yorkers fucking refuse to call it buffalo wings. I, I didn't know we had a stance on that. <laughs> That's what I saw. I saw some. It, 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 it's, it's arbitrary. Right. It, what it, well, because because chicken wings denotes a different flavor than buffalo wings. Ah, uh, yeah. And so, if you get chicken wings, I guess you, like if you go, I guess it, if we're talking New York shit, if you go to like a Chinese restaurant and get chicken wings, you're getting fried chicken wings. You're not getting buffalo wings. Where buffalo wings are specifically Tabasco sauce. You know. I wonder if I had that backwards and it wouldn't be chicken wings or hot wings. Hot wings and buffalo wings are the same thing. I think. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Maybe I. Maybe I. You don't call them hot wings out here. Maybe. No, that's straight buffalo wings. Maybe it has to do with Buffalo, New York. Yeah, well, that's the Buffalo, oh, the sauce. Like, yeah, it's it, oh, it, is guess, that? It's, oh, okay. It's the sauce, but it, it originated in Buffalo, I believe. It doesn't taste like water buffalo. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but when I when I played up in Buffalo, I'm like, take me to your best wing place, and they do, and it's like, eh, these taste like everywhere else. They just right. taste like wings. I know. That's well, like yeah. Wings. They're delicious, but you know. But what do you? What can you really do that's different? I mean, the sauce, maybe. But... I mean, ask Wingstop. Rick Ross would probably tell you what he can do. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like forty flavors, you know. It's just like a. It always bugs me out that when I'm getting wings and someone gets something that isn't buffalo, they're like, "Oh, let me get the honey mustard." I'm like, "Ugh." <laughs> want ten of those? <laughs> do you guys have a? What's the one? What's the big one that's in the Midwest? The, the yellow. Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh yeah, do you ever go to those? Uh, they it probably exists somewhere in Midtown. It doesn't. It's not a it like like it's not exactly like in in places where where like. I think it's the Applebee's of Buffalo Wings, though. Yeah, because that's what I imagine. Yeah, you're like you're Manhattan proper, right? Like you live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so you got right. fucking food options that like. Oh yeah, I don't have to leave my block if I if I don't have to. You know, like if I I, I could literally like not cross a street and eat at like seven different places. Yeah. Is there is there anything that you'd like to bring back from the past? In general? Yeah. Um hmm. A lot of things. <laughs> but I'm trying to, uh that's such an open question. I don't know. It's it, I'd like to bring back uh um I'd like to bring back a time where not everyone had a voice. Yeah. <laughs> like I like like I like obviously freedom of speech is something, but like s- things were a lot better when when not everyone felt the the world was their soapbox and uh myself included like i don't need to have a voice you know like i'm just saying like like it it's it it's 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 as good as it is bad because it it, you know everyone should have a voice but at the same time like a lot of people 
have dangerous uh, voices. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get exactly what you mean. We're yeah. we're both big Howard Stern fans, and he's mm-hmm. been going off for a while about like it was better when only I had the voice to share the shit. <laughs> but I, it, but but it meant you know on, he's joking a little bit, but it, but it is true. Like it was like there's some people that were, are better to be out there saying some shit and some. Pe- I don't know though. I will say that the young people right now, the teenagers who are standing oh, up for the environment and you. stuff. They're the ones they this is like every time they're like the youth is going to save us. But now they actually maybe can. Yeah, <laughs> because so. they can organize and like, you know, so. but so. what they're having to save us from is all of us old people fucking thinking they're, we have shit to say. Yeah, a lot of people got to die before they can save us. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but I will say but I will okay. say it, if I can touch on that point is that yeah. like there's in, in everything like that, there's good and bad and like and and so like anything I'd want from it, like, like I miss a certain level of privacy, but also yeah. like without, and that's because the internet obviously, but like without the internet, I don't have a career. So right. it's, know. you know, yeah. the balance it's catch is 22. A, is I guess that's yeah. what you use that term for. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, okay. Since you're ahead, ahead, a blockhead, uh, mm-hmm. let's do a few Sophie's choice with that. Right. Um, Portis head or Radiohead? Portis head. Yeah, that one's pretty easy. But I'm a big Radiohead fan, though. But yeah, I never got into Radiohead. I've, I, I've never been like a rock guy, so I don't really. Ah. It, 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 I, I have nothing against Radiohead. I just never sure. really. Was it always it. like a hip hop or a yeah, jazz? Yeah, hip hop, hip hop, like old soul music. Like I mean, I grew up on '80s music and stuff like that. But uh, my and my parents listen to jazz and like opera and stuff like that. But uh, Mozart. I'm sorry. I'm, Mozart? I was oh, Mozart. Mozart. Oh, uh, uh, no. It was kind of around your dad's time. I'm just <laughs> <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> my, no, my dad I had like Duke Ellington playing and shit like that. But my mom was like, my mom was was 20 years younger than my dad, so she was playing like, uh, she played like some jazz, but she also played like Laurie Anderson stuff like that, like like kind of weird avant garde stuff. But I, that didn't really sink in like the 80s music did because my brother was like a fanatical 80s like top 40 guy. Oh. But uh, but hip hop was the first genre that I I was like, oh, this is what I like. And then that was I was like ten years old, eleven years old when I. But when you I, guys didn't click with Duke Ellington, huh? <laughs> no, actually, I did. Like my dad, there's there's oh, one cool. song that my dad used to play that I to this day love. It's called uh, the Malatabo Spank. And I don't uh, know it. it's a it's a it's a weird. He had a cassette of it, and I just used to run that one back. I eventually sampled it on something. Oh, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, I bet I'm wondering if that's something that you would have sampled. But, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Jazz. He was a jazz guy. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, yeah. really, you'd have to be nineteen, born in nineteen seventeen to, to really. Well, I was be... thinking it was one of those country guys. Oh no! Oh no! Duke Ellington was a, a You're old. You're thinking jazz Dukes guy. of Hazards. <laughs> but, but my dad, my, my dad was like, you know, my dad like like uh, he lived on a uh, St. Mark's Place in the '60s, which is like a which is a major area, and, and he lived right above uh, a jazz club, and he saw Mingus play there and stuff. Like he oh, went to, awesome. like he, you know, my dad was like a. a cool artist guy in the 60s yeah yeah you know, he'd like march for civil rights i mean that was like a cool guy <laughs> yeah awesome. yeah it's awesome yeah <laughs> exactly he was a cool guy he was just 70 years older than you when you were younger so you couldn't yeah. recognize that exactly exactly yeah nowadays we're like we realize how cool it is now to I be a, yeah or you also but you also hear stories about you know like shit that happened back then you're like ooh, that, yeah <laughs> was, no kidding like like ooh, that was a different era that was like the yeah. the, the uh you know fucking, yeah a lot of that a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of things that wouldn't fly now. Uh, yeah. You know? What about uh, Buckethead or Motorhead? Well, you're not a. Uh, neither. I'm yeah. Motorhead just because they're I don't know the cooler insignia. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Buckethead does like that really rad jam on a Cubert album that I've, I love. Hey, you really didn't awesome do that ASAP Rock song. He did a song with Nike. 
a long oh, time. Oh, the ago. long song, that whole long thing. Yeah, that for running, he did that. Yeah, it's a, he did a whole thing for like a running program. We used yeah. to this that used to be on my playlist. I can't get it anywhere, but it used to be on my running playlist. Oh, like all day something. It was like yeah, all, all day. All day, yeah. But yeah. that guitar riff on there, I ha- I couldn't. There was some kind of uh, yeah guitar riff. It, she doesn't like that sound. Really. It reminded yeah. me of kind of like what you're saying, like that '80s kind of rock, like yeah. hair metal, like, yeah. like, like like finger tapping kind of shit. Uh-oh. Yeah, because you won't know. Because I was now, yeah, none of there's not very many heads to say. Because the only other one I have is Talking Heads or Oyster Head, but you probably don't even know Talking Head. Oh yeah, do you know Oyster Head? Uh, I've heard of them. I, I don't. I, I, yeah, is that that's a group, right? Yeah, it's it's okay. Les Claypool, Trey Anastasio from Fish, and and Stuart Copeland from The Police is the drummer. Oh, oh it's wow. really okay. far out there kind of rock. It's but I mean that's, it's Les uh, Claypool. <laughs> I like I like I like the Talking Heads, so I, I would probably okay. Vote them, you know, uh, what about Latirix or Rick's Cabaret? <laughs> Rick's Cabaret. Yeah, the strip joint in, in New York. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go Latirix. <laughs> What's the connection of those two? None other than it's Rick's and the t <laughs> like I was trying to. <laughs> a, yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah. The was a very, very big album for me. That first album was like super, super important to me, to my growth as a, as a, as a fan and artist, I think. I think a lot of people don't have any idea who, it, oh, who, who about anything about it. That's why I, I like to, it's I want to so bring it up because people should definitely so investigate. Um, are you into the strip club scene though at all? Is that your no, scene? Not no. really. Not really. It's it it doesn't it just it's like it's like watching cooking shows. <laughs> like when I'm hungry. Like what what am I gonna do? Eat the TV? Like what this is stupid. You know, it's like it's <laughs> it doesn't it, like I I get nothing out of like having a girl like rub her ass on me and <laughs> leaving. I'm just like All right, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. What about a farmer's market? Is farmer's market your scene? Is it my scene? That, yeah. <laughs> Some people are fucking way into like, that's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, I'm, I'm at farmers every farmer's market. market. <laughs> uh, I've got no problem with farmer's markets. They're fine. I don't go to them often. <laughs> well, you know, that's it. So, I mean, you know, like people get up first thing early six in the morning to go hit up their farmer's market. And um, I guess that's I not. Don't cook, I don't cook much. So I, there's not yeah. much use for a farmer's market. But, yeah. but like when I've been in like other places where there's less happening and like fresher, like, you know, like someplace like, I don't know, like, like I used to go to Cape Cod every summer with, with my parents and uh, there'd be farmer's market there and it'd be, you know, there'd be like fresh mozzarella and like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And I, so I could, you know, some baked goods. Yeah. So you understand the value of it, but it's not. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, when you live in Manhattan and you can have every I know. food exactly. you want. Exactly. It's farmer's market. It's a supermarket outdoors. That's right. <laughs> oh, I did have. I actually I just noticed. I did have another Latirix one. It was gonna. Okay. It was Latirix or Netflix. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, I guess I'm still gonna go with Latirix. I, I do like Netflix, but you know, yeah. It's, uh, I, I, at the it, when I when I'm on my deathbed, Latirix will have had more effect on my impact. life. Netflix will have, you know. Uh, what was the last thing that you watched on Netflix? Um, I watched that Kevin Hart show. Oh, you posted something about that. Drama. I loved it. And, and, and it was, it was, it was, it was fun. It's, you know, it's nothing too deep. It's it's a drama. Yeah. Oh, the dad one? No, not that one. The, the, the one about it. It's called True Story. Oh, wait, is that the one where he has the daughter? No, it, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a whole like, uh, like he's a famous comedian. He's basically Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and then something really bad happens and, and he has to, and all these things start falling apart and Wesley was- Snipes plays his brother. Uh, yeah, and Wesley's was, making the comeback recently. Yeah, yeah. Wesley Snipes, uh, 
Well, this time's doing his thing. Fine. I was wondering where he went for all these years. Yeah, <laughs> he was hiding but, in the shack. Uh, what was that movie yeah. we just watched where he was in the shack? Wesley was like the guy's dad. Oh, it was like a movie. Oh, that was RZA's movie. Um, fuck. It was uh, oh the one he just came out with. What, yeah, it takes dagger? place in New Orleans. No, it was, so it was a real serious, real serious one. Riz yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was his. I think it was his first movie. Iron, no, not Iron. Fist. No, he made that. Uh, he made that kung fu movie a long time ago. Yeah, Iron Fist. No, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Cutthroat yeah. City. The movie's called Cutthroat City. Oh, that takes place in that. New Orleans. It's pretty good. It's okay. It's uh, I mean, if you're a Rizza fan, it's worth checking out. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, you. Oh, so oh, you posted a meme about with um uh kevin hart and i'm and i'm the way i saw it is i'm not a big kevin hart comedian fan like he drives me nuts yeah. but he, that movie where he's in with his daughter like i fucking was crying when i was watching that movie well it was based on the tv show that i was watching but i, I it was like it was the drake meme where he's like nah and then yes and the nah was like kevin hart's comedy and then kevin hart dramatic roles was the yes yeah uh not that he's a i mean he's a perfectly fine actor like he did a he did a good job in this show playing himself pretty much <laughs> Uh, but it was more just like, like, I just don't, I, and I don't, I, you know, like Kevin Hart, like, I don't think he's a terrible comedian. I just don't like, I just don't know why he's the most popular comedian in the world. <laughs> he, he drives me nuts. Like he, him and he has the same vibe to me as Martin Lawrence. And I did, everyone was huge into Martin Lawrence. Oh, you didn't like Martin's, you didn't I, like that one special of his? He had the Martin. one special that was my shit. All I can hear is Martin. <laughs> I love see Mar- Martin is like is is like a physical comedian to me, and, and was very like he 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 like I I loved Martin back then. I, I haven't seen his stuff. I mean, like that stuff again as an adult, as like or not as an adult, but as a fifteen years later or whatever. But I did like I did like Martin's, and I and I and I thought the show Martin was funny in its in its silliness. Like it was it was, like it was better than like. I don't know. There's other shows that were around that time that were just not quite <laughs> didn't have the same thing. Well, it may have been bad boys that ruined him for me. I don't know. Yeah. What it, I, look at you, man. You're pulling out like I've given out way more of my opinion than I have in, uh-huh. in any of the episodes. <laughs> Probably because I'm being very free with mine. It's, it's kind of letting a fire <laughs> yeah, on you. <laughs> what's happening? I know I hate to do it because, you know, then I, I get then I get this rant. I just I don't like fucking having conversations with people I don't know who are going to attack me for some shit that I said, it still gets to me. (laughs) I'm used to it. I'm used to it just from being existing on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. (laughs) I curate mine. So no, no, I don't ever, cause I don't really ever say anything out in public. Mine's all in with my friends, but, um, uh, are you more driven by the, the process or the result? Uh, the result. Um, cause I don't, yeah, I, I'm, I'm like you mentioned something earlier about um, about like being inspired to work over the pandemic. And I, and I said that it was out of boredom. But often I if I'm given an assignment, like if someone's like, hey, will you do a remix for me? I will do it the next day. Uh. And, I, and it's because I want to get it. I want to finish it. <laughs> and uh, and that doesn't mean that I half ass the, the, the process. But my process is pretty locked in at this point. I've been doing this for 25 years or so. So it's like. Like I know what I'm doing as far as like how I'm att- how I'm approaching every everything. So the process is like automatic, but the result is something I can sit back and like like what I said about how I'm, I've been listening to ASAP album differently now. It's out like that's it's nice to be able to sit back and and it works both ways though. Like I've listened to like older albums of mine where I'm like, oh, I would have done something different there if I did that yeah. now. Like I would have like I wouldn't have that that was a little too much 
too cluttered or whatever. Like I would have done something different. So, you know, it works both ways, but, uh, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Cause I tend to hear a lot of people, mostly the MCs, they'll say they like the process of it, but I like the way you laid out why you like the result, why it's more focused on the result. That makes as a rapper, sense. it might be different. Yeah. Cause the process more to the process, I think to, to write than, uh, at least, I don't know. I mean, like it's, it's not a, it's, I don't know. It's, it's less, it's, it, it can be, it's, it, it can be different. Writing can be different than, than, than producing, you know, and it's, so you're probably not a per- procrastinator. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I, I want to, my whole goal in everything in life is to get it done so I can chill. <laughs> like, like I get shit done and then I can relax. I don't like having things over my head. I don't like owing people things. I don't like, I don't like, I don't even like using credit cards because I don't like owing credit card company money. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I'd rather just get shit done and, and get it out there. Do you and, keep and... a big list of to do a to do list? No, I just do it as it comes because I don't really have a big thing. You know, it's, it's it's rare that I have like pressure to do something under a certain amount of time. Um, you know, and and I, like I've definitely like done a lot of remixes for people, and, and they're like shocked at how quickly I get it back to them. And I guess I could I could sit on it for a week and then send it. <laughs> but, but I'm just like I'm like here, take it. Like we're we're done here, right? We're good. We're good. And then <laughs> clean my hands of it and move on. You said you had mentioned something earlier, and I don't remember what it was, but I had this thought in my mind. Um, did you do you dislike obligations? Like if you have something, like if something's on the schedule, like I got to be there for that. Even this, even something. Do you do you? No, no, no. Because like because because when because. Cause my life is so um, open that like, I need, I need order in it. So, uh, so stuff like this gives me something to focus on and be like, all right, Wednesday, two o'clock, you got to do this. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. And like the same way, like I have like, you know, I play basketball three times a week. Like I got that happening. I got, you know, I have like, you know, like I, I work out, like I'm going to go do that today. You know, like stuff like, like it's, I need that kind of stuff for when I'm not touring and when I'm not um, per, like being, particularly prolific music wise. Yeah. Some um, sort of schedule, not necessarily as everything scheduled, but something in there yeah. that feels like a schedule so that, you know, like this day was Sunday and that day was Sunday. Otherwise right. it would just be, I don't know what fucking day it is. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I, I have no problem with, with obligations. I, my, I have a big problem with expectations, Sure, but, <laughs> but obligations are fine. Obligations are that I need them to kind of keep things rolling. You know, well, you said this other thing too, uh, about, how quickly you can bang something out for someone. Mm-hmm. I, I often, people will be like, Oh, how long did it take you to draw that? And I'll, and like, really it only took two hours, but I always say, well, fucking 25 years and two hours. Yeah. That's that's hundred percent. I mean, like when people ask me about the, the space werewolves album, they're like, well, how long did it take to make? I was like, well, all the beats that, it, that it came from, I had made already, but when I started to make the album and put them all together, that took a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. But the, but I I've, I've been making those beats for however long I was making them. Like that like they you know there's like the 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 hard work had been done. Right. Now it's just like me sitting back and like organizing and arranging and everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, so <laughs> Well, I have this uh new segment on my show. The timer did technically go off, so I was <clears throat> I just want to finish up a couple other things like for another yeah, 5 no minutes if you're cool. But yeah, I yeah, do no have problem. this new thing where I do um where I do a trivia question for people. I find okay. that people like to answer trivia questions. So right. uh, I'll give you the option. You want to easy, medium, hard, or impossible. What's the topic? It, they're random trivia. Oh, I mean, like, like, are you pulling it out of like a, like a, a card? Trivia? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, medium. 
Because I don't. <laughs> Medium's good to go because everyone that I've had on, they've they've gone for hard, and no one's got the answer right. <laughs> I, I, I don't know enough about things to know hard questions. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, which three events traditionally feature in a triathlon? Um, triathlon, triathlon is that the one where they? It's like land, water, and is that is that that one? Am I thinking that? Yep. So it's uh. What running, bike riding, and swimming? That's right. Huh. Though the hardcores would call it cycling. Oh, um, yeah. Biking. <laughs> called biking, right? <laughs> uh, well, Spaceballs or Star Wars? Spaceballs. Fuck yes. I leaps and bounds. I don't give a shit about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have pets? No. No. Have you ever had pets? Uh, I had a dog when I was a very small child, um, but it died when I was like four um i've never i tried to get my mom to get me a basset hound when i was like in fifth grade and she was like you're crazy and then Especially uh in new york <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like I, like it and i'm I, i'm allergic to and dislike cats um on top of like the com, like separate of each other but also combined uh and uh but I, I i think one day i will get a dog but i need to stop traveling and touring that's what i was gonna ask you do you uh pre-pandemic do you, is your, a lot of your career touring? Do you do a lot of touring? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, like, owning a dog and touring is. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's always people that would take care of it, but it's just, it's like, it, it's, I feel like in order for me to have a, a dog, I'd really need to just like focus on <laughs> being a dog owner. It also like, it changes your life as far as like, got to get home and walk the, you know, like it, like my social life would change. Not that I'm particularly, you know, I'm not like a party animal, but like I do have stuff I want to do and it's still something that you like, like it changes like, yeah. the it changes almost everything that you do in your regular life exactly. it's a, like, it's I don't a have commitment. kids for a reason you know yeah. like, I'm, <laughs> like I want to I like my freedom I like to be able to, to, well, to travel and especially and, where you are you, you can't just install a dog door and it can't just let it no, hot like that no, no. although I do have a backyard oh. oh you do I do but it's 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 communal but I you know hey I don't know does it smell like dog good. piss out there though it has in the past, but it hasn't in the one. The, the one dog that was back there that was like shitting and pissing died a couple of years ago. So it's a, uh, oh, okay. it's been clean. But uh, but yeah, I I, I don't really want to clean up someone's shit. No, you know? no. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things about dog, and I'm like, eh, and I'm and I'm mildly allergic to dogs too. Like I, but I like dogs. So yeah, know. they're cool. They're cool to have. Yeah. yeah. I have um, uh, one other thing I put on the show that I definitely like. I actually have two other things that I have to get it out before I wrap up. Okay. One is random information that I like to share random information with people. Okay. Uh, so this information she has heard because it's, I'm, I'm reusing it. Okay. Um, but it is, uh, it's a term called heterochromia. And it, it is when someone has multicolored eyes. So like a brown eye wow. and, a, and a blue eye or whatever. And it doesn't always have to be just the one eyes different than the other it can just be one eye is or both eyes have different colors in them so that's called oh. heterochromia so you can cool. use that uh for your future dates or something i've, I don't I've know. seen that i've seen that before i've seen people with those it's it's wild i've seen dogs with that yeah dogs the usually husky. the husky is the number one yeah. uh animal that has uh, that that takes place in it actually mostly happens in females in humans and from ages 2 to 19. so on that note here, you say you've seen people with, I have uh, four people who have this, they're famous people. I'm going to use them as Sophie's choices for you and I'll say them. Okay. See, okay. see I, used to, I always wanted to be a game show host, dude. Like, oh, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so 
Here, these are four. You, you. I'm going to give you. They're going to be Sophie's choices, uh, and you're going to pick whichever one you like out of them. But then you need to also say which one of them had the is, has heterochromia. So not all four of these people had it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I'm how many? Do, one person of this has heterochromia. No. So sorry. Yeah, I didn't explain that. There's going to be four different Sophie's choice questions. Okay. All four of these people have it, but I'm going to put them with someone else. Oh, so, so, I, so I, I, am I supposed to pick the person who I think has heterochromia or pick yeah, the person? Yeah, so first. first you'll pick what, which one you would choose out of the two, and then you decide okay. who, okay. which of those. Okay. okay? So the first one is, is Christopher Walken or Christopher Lloyd? Uh, Christopher Walken would be my choice of, of person. Yeah. And... Christopher Lloyd has hydrochromia. No, no, that's, no, no. Christopher Walken has hydrochromia. Really? Yeah. No. Yep. Uh, all right. Here's this one. Uh, Mila Kunis or Mia Jovovich? Mila Kunis. Although Mila Jovovich was the the best, the hottest girl I've ever seen at, at some point in my life. Yeah. Like the Blue Lagoon era. Uh, but Mila, uh, I, hmm, I've, Mila Kunis must, it must be Mila Kunis because, because, yeah. Yeah, Jovich has those piercing green eyes. Yeah, and yeah. you were right. Yep, good yeah. choices on those. I th- I I would have picked Mia Jovich for uh, my pick, but because I loved Fifth Element. Uh, yeah, yeah, she she was cute. That yeah. Um. Okay, Dan Aykroyd or Dan Marino. Uh, I guess I'm a. Hmm. I'm gonna go Dan Aykroyd. I guess. Uh, don't really give a shit about either of them, but yeah, you know, trading places alone, I'll, I'll give it to Dan Aykroyd. Great. Movie. Um. I hate the Blues Brothers. Uh, oh, you do? Oh yeah, man, yeah. shit! That's I don't, my favorite, I don't get it. My I don't get it. Movie. Do I don't you get like it. the blues? The music? Yeah. Not particularly, but oh. I just don't get the the whole. I I don't get the Blues Brothers as a thing. I yeah. just don't. I'm just like, what's what? So they're just two Chicago guys that sing. What the fuck is this? I, don't, I just don't get it. Uh, is it? But is Dan Marino the guy with the hydro? No, it's Dan Aykroyd. Oh shit! All right. Uh, and that's funny because. Blues Brothers is like seriously one of my favorite movies, but I can't explain to you what it is. <laughs> it's, it's something that I saw when I was a kid and I was like, I don't get it. And then every 10 years I kept being like, maybe it'll, and like yeah. now I'm like, oh Still no, I just no connection. It. I just don't like this. I just don't like this at all. Hey, you know it's what you like, don't like? Yeah. Right, yeah. One last one. Um, Carly Simon. And this one was worse because your, your last name is, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Carly Simon. My dad or, dated her sister. Did he really? So I, I would have not been born, but I would have been a Simon Simon. <laughs> Oh, great. Simon, Simon. Simon says Simon. Uh, Carly Simon or Simon Pegg? Uh, I'm going to go just Carly Simon because she was almost my mom. And uh, <laughs> and I'm going to say that she had, had the eye thing. Yep, you're right. Okay. Yeah, that's really interesting. Your dad dated? Her, uh, he, her apparently, uh, that's what I, I found out later, that he dated Carly Simon's sister, who must have been older than her. Wow, how fucking awesome. Yeah. How how uh, interesting is that? My dad was quite the ladies' man in his time. In his time. <laughs> apparently so. Like I mean, he never yeah. lost his mojo. Yeah, he never lost <laughs> his mojo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hey, it was uh, let me do my my. I end them with a with a philosophical question, and then I and then I just like to do an opportunity for you to like what anything we can promote. But the okay. philosophical question for you to close out the session is: Should people be allowed to sell their organs, and should organ donors be financially compensated? Uh, like living people, should they be allowed to sell their organs? Sure. Yeah. Um, sure. Their body. Let them, yeah. let them do it. Um, and should organ donors be compensated? Yeah. No, they're dead. 
Yeah. Oh, you, oh, do you mean the live organ donors? <clears throat> yeah, or even the or even the dead oh. ones to their family. Uh, nah, that's just helping science. I yeah. don't think that. I, I think that. Uh, I mean, if you're selling your organs and you're alive, then you should definitely become saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the danger of that though. Yeah. That like crackheads will be like selling off everything. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you'd have to pass tests to get to like you know like like do we want your organs? Yeah. You know, like, no, like, are, are they working all right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that sure. Yes to both. The, oh no, yes to the to the selling organs and and compensation. That's that's like a, it's a personal matter. It's a it has nothing to do with your family. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, you was a, it was awesome having a chat with you. What's in your future? What should people know about what's coming up? Um, well, Garbology is out now. I have an album with, a, with this dude, Elliot Lip, that's like an instrumental album that's coming out next year. Uh, we go by Liphead, uh, and it's going to be called, oh, man, what's it called? Fuck. Oh, the album's called In the Nude. <laughs> in the nude um and uh i i plan i i'm gonna be in utah actually in uh february oh shit Salt Lake what, City. what do you know what dates oh fuck, uh i can tell you right now hold on uh i'm playing it's gonna move stuff that's around. okay while you're looking it up i'll i'll say well thanks for putting out another um something that has head in the title that'll give me oh, more yeah. to use my, for uh for a future <laughs> selfie's choice because like <laughs> what are you gonna be in utah for uh, I'm playing a show on the on February 19th at uh, that's at the, Adrian's birthday at the Urban Lounge. Supposed to go in Europe, supposed to go to Europe in May, but we'll see how this new variant does. So we'll see if that. Fingers crossed for you and for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just found the first case in California, so we are good to go. I'm yeah. sure it's been here a while. <laughs> here we go again. Yeah. 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 Uh, I know. I was just at Costco listening to your album, which we talked about in the beginning, and I like. I thought for a second, should I get toilet paper? And then I was like, no, uh, you know, he's got enough T-shirts I can cut up. Oh. <laughs> I'm a T-shirt fool, dude. But also, you know, they're, they're not going to run out of toilet paper. I think like, like, I, I wonder, I wonder. It'd be a lot. It'd be, that'd be full on bedlam. If, if <laughs> But it really did cross my mind. I was like, this new variant. Let's see. Toilet paper. I mean, you're at Costco. What better place to get a lot of toilet paper? Yeah, but here in, in Utah, we got families that have uh, 52 kids and 16 wives. So like they Ooh. stock up, you know, True. <laughs> uh, how do you prefer people to stay connected with you and, and to get your music? What's your preferred method for that? I mean, my Twitter and Instagram and Facebook are the I mean, I'm Blockhead NYC on Twitter and Instagram and uh, the real Blockhead on Facebook. And uh, yeah, I mean that you know, but also like my Bandcamp. Do you have a Bandcamp? Bandcamp. I got Spotify. I got yeah. I got all, all the stuff that everyone has. I got I got all that. <laughs> yeah, but you're cool with people just streaming it, or or you would like them uh, to be at your Bandcamp and and buying. No, stuff. I, I I actually don't have a problem with the streaming. Thing. Okay, I, I think it's a you know. I, I mean, I get checks from them. It, it works. <laughs> you know? Well, man, it was it was a fucking true honor to have you on the show. I loved uh, loved talking with you. It was a, like one of my like it was a real fun chat. So yes, this was. Hopefully, I don't get I don't get canceled by it for having opinions about Rick Rubin. I'll tell you what, someone's gonna figure out a way to Red Hot. You're gonna get fucking messages from Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you can stand your ground. You have a good, a solid opinion on it. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Have a great rest of your day today, and I'll reach out with you with information about getting you the drawing and all of that later. Awesome. All right, man. Okay. Cheers. Thanks again. Okay, guys. Have a good Cheers. day. Bye. Thanks Bye -bye. you too. Oh. Crime 
fantasy action adventure game show it's all sci-fi i'm all play-doh i like data that turn brains to egg yolk it turn oils to regular john or jane does well that was a that was a fun chat i i like uh i like speaking with uh with guys like that that have that that fun and like to kind of mess around do you think it's a uh, new yorker thing no no a lot of new yorkers are Jerk. Well, but I, I was just saying, like, it seems like a lot of New Yorkers are. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, you just now look at us. We're all fucking putting out our opinions. <laughs> no, I mean that's how, that's the uh, that's what they get portrayed as. So I just. Well, I was. I that's why I was that. wondering because it seems like New Yorkers have a they're a brass brass brazen yeah brazen brazen, but um, because you know you they're very. Uh, able to put your opinions out and stand firm on them. I don't know if that's necessarily a New Yorker thing. I was that's that's what I was wondering. But uh, yeah, so go check out that Garbology album. It's really fantastic. And Madrin um, says go check out while you're while you're at your Costco, your, your local shopping center. Uh, throw an earbud in and listen to the Werewolves album. You don't have to be at Costco to do that. No, uh, any su- any shopping. It was so. a good. No, I mean you don't have to be I know, shopping. It was good. It was good and like good vibes on it. I thought. Yeah, all of his music's really good. He's. I mean, he's. You know, he said he told you he's been doing it for twenty plus years. He knows what he's doing. Um, I'm. I. I haven't drawn a sloth for a little while so i was glad that he picked sloth because uh this was a fun one to draw and it's i gave the sloth kind of like a little blockhead these are the blockheads from the gum from gumby and then i didn't get to fill it in here but did you notice this yeah because that girl she's so freaking cruel to uh she calls who i can't remember her name She's Lionel. No, what's her? She's the one oh, that always calls. On peanuts. Yes, she's the one that always calls Charlie Brown a blockhead. Oh. I can't remember oh, her yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. So the, the brown, the dark black-haired girl. Yeah. She's like, she's so freaking rude to. So during Charlie that Brown. interview, I was trying to, um, or whatever you want to call it, and I don't like calling it interview. I was looking up like what significant things that happened in 1917. The year his grandpa, dad was his born. Grandpa. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I was thinking my grandpa was born in 1921. I know, isn't that crazy? Anyway, there was everything that happened was so historical. None of it registered in my brain. Like it, it was so from way back then. I have no idea. Like British Parliament did the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a, it's a whole. That's basically a whole other world away. But isn't that when the last pandemic was the 19th? 1918. Shit, you should have brought that up. Yeah, World War One had just started or something. That was the only event that I knew. Yeah, I mean, his dad died, you know, back, I think, in 1997 or something like that. Well, he said he was in his 20s, so. Yeah, yeah. no, that was cool. That was a, I thought that was a great way to start out a conversation. That was cool. The jet, uh, That's I, pretty wild. It's way wild. I swear when I was looking up information on him and I saw... I saw his his dad was an artist, so I started looking at his dad's work, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then I noticed, like, said he was born in 1917, and that he was a World War II artist. And I was like, "Where he did paintings World War II?" I was like, "How does that fucking make any sense?" Because <laughs> I'm Blackett and I are the exact same age, pretty much. So I was and like, that's wild that his dad was in Japan when I mean, you know, that's to end the war. They dropped the horrific bombs on those guys. 
Yeah, if like, you read that's that, crazy. he was on the, like that painting came from him right right there yeah. when they surrendered. Um, I, I was I was gonna say I was I gotta get rid of that term I was gonna say because I am about to say it. But when I saw his dad was born in 1917 and realized we we're the same age, my dad was born in 1951. <laughs> like, that was like his, his older brother is older 75. than your dad. I know, it's crazy. Well, that was a great chat. I really enjoyed it. Um, anything else? Anything else that we should catch up on? Uh, you know, if you want to get my artwork, that would be really cool. You can get art by Ty.com. Um, I'm going to have books on there until they're gone. Then after that, you'll have to buy them at Barnes and Noble or bookstores, which is fine. You don't think you'll have a link to the website? I will. I'll have a link to the website. But once my once my uh, supply. supply of books are gone, I can order more for my own and then sell them. But they'll be on demand, or you can get them at the bookstores. The which is fine. I like you to have the book. But if you're into the supporting the artist. Uh, the publishing company, the publisher takes, you know, like 60, 70% of that. So I, I, I'll get, uh, you know, we'll make the money off of that. It's not about the money. But What if, are you saying? Get the I'm book? saying get the books now, pre-order. Well, pre by the time this episode airs, the pre-ordering is out. But I might still have some on the website by the time this episode is out. So if you want to get the books and you haven't got one, you can get them there. Get the artwork from us. Check out all of the uh, past episodes of uh, DOD 45. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode, however you give catch it. Give us a it. thumbs up if you like it. Yeah, give us a thumbs up. Make some comments on there. That makes a difference to how many people we get out to. You know And if that, you are goes. listening and not watching, if you review the podcast. Oh, can you do that? Yeah. Like on on. The other podcast, Apple ones, Music, and ones aren't Spotify. Apple, yeah, all the wherever other ones. you get your podcast, you can stuff. on iTunes. You can do reviews on them. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, that scares me. And then in the <laughs> comment section, tell us your top five on your Spotify playlist. Oh yeah, that that's cool. Yeah, good thinking. Tell us your top five for two twenty twenty one. Or if you if you're watching this episode and it's twenty sixty. Oh, go. no, we just got really old. Well, maybe it'll be time to have a baby. Hey, maybe the world is still going on and there's still such a thing as that, the internet. So that's a way to look at it. Hey, you know what? We always hear the story of the old dad, the dad that was born in 1917 that was 70. You don't ever hear about the mom that was 60, 70. When you she do had. sometimes. Do you? Uh, random occasional stories. That makes headlines. Yeah, of course, because that's like, yeah, not, it's, yeah, that's very interesting. That's a whole interesting topic, though, that age, having a kid. There's a lot to to discuss there. We won't do it. Well, thanks for joining us on DOD 45. It was a pleasure chatting with you. I'm going to start doing a little more Twitter, uh, maybe. I got to pee. Okay, well, um, Blockhead inspired me to do some tweeting. Some tweeting. Go follow him on Twitter. He's funny. Now I've got to go take my Instagram off. I know. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, You know all the spots. At Art by Ty. I know Adrian's got to go to the bathroom this time. Okay, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Um, uh, That's it for now. Cheers. D-O-D-45. Thank you for joining in on yet another episode of D-O-D-45. Please hit the subscribe or follow button so that you never miss an episode. 
You can even go one step further by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts to help other interesting people like yourself find our podcast. You can find me at ArtByTai on all the socials or at ArtByTai.com. If you'd like to follow this podcast on social media, we are at DOD45W on Instagram, or you can go over to our website, DOD45.com, where you can shoot us an email, join our mailing list, and watch all of our past episodes. Thanks for joining us. Peace.